everybody i am lizzie sparks and i am lizzie sparks the host with my two fabulous co-hosts today this is cancel this podcast cancel and i am here with pro joe who's making everything happen and without him the show doesn't happen and also i am here with the intrepid and multifaceted Derek Pratt, who is also our merch guy. And I love it when he's here. You know, we, we dig deep, but then we also, he's pretty funny. I love the funniness from him. And we're going to get into some funny things later on in the show. But at the beginning, you know, guys, we're off of YouTube again. Hey, Lizzie, and so I think I, I think I need one of those like radio names, like the Bearded Wonder from Down Under. Okay, okay, the next. I don't know. I'm, bearded, I'm not yeah. from Down Under, but I mean, it, it you kind of look like you could. <laughs> you you kind of do. Okay, so the Bearded Wonder. The That's bearded what Wonder from the Bearded down under. Wonder from Down Under. And so the three of us today are going to be talking about kind of what we talked about, and I think you know our talk got us in a little bit of trouble because we were talking about our health and things like that, and YouTube doesn't like that, so we're off of YouTube again. So if you know any friends that are listening on YouTube, tell them to go to Facebook, tell them to go to Rumble, because we are in timeout again on YouTube. And I hope that we're not going to, I'm, I'm, gosh, I'm hoping we're not going to get in timeout again, but we've been happy having some trouble with MySpace, which is something that starts with an F, because they're censoring people a lot. And I found this to be so peculiar because this hasn't happened to us in a while and it's all of a sudden happening again and you'll see all over social media and we're going to talk about some of our great Republican senators like Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, John Kennedy and our very own Missouri and Josh Hawley were chastising little Zuckerberg and so we're going to get into that a little bit. We're also going to get in to how the elites and Davos are no longer hiding. And we talk about that a lot, but they're trying to Trump-proof the world. And we're going to get into that. We're also going to get into the squad. Many of us know who the squad are. They were four, you know, U.S. representatives in Congress. It was AOC, Omar, Tlaib, and Presley. But then four more added on a couple years later. And embarrassingly enough, it was from our hometown of St. Louis, Cori Bush. And I don't claim her. I don't claim her either, but she is the most insufferable. And why we, and we hit it a little bit yesterday, but why we need to dive deeper has nothing to do with the state of Missouri, has nothing to do with St. Louis. It's showing how corrupt our House of Representatives and the Democrat side is in the U.S. D.C. area. So we're going to get into that. We're also at 9.30, we're going to have a House of Representative, Justin Hicks, who is in District 108, and he's going to give us the real truth of what's going on with our drama and our state republics. We're also going to talk about, you know, school safety. 
We're going to talk about school choice. We're going to talk about tax reform with him. So if you have any questions for him, feel free. There, I, I asked him. There's nothing he won't answer and tell you the truth about. So no holds bare. So at 930, if you have any questions about what's going on, particularly in Jefferson City, but anywhere uh, he seems to know, feel free to ask the questions. Also, Derek, do you want to take it from telling us Derek is our funny, and he kind of softens the blow of all the deep crap I'm talking about today. And he is always in charge of our top 16, cancel this sweet 16 top picks. Tell us a little bit about it so they can be thinking about what it is. And we'll be doing that right at 9 o'clock. We won't wait till the end of the show because we have Justin at 9.30. So if we can do that right at the top of the hour at 9. Sure, it's always a pleasure to step in for uh, when Vic's not here. And, you know, I always enjoy being with you and uh, and Joe. Uh, and, and, you know, all, all week long you're getting pounded and pounded and pounded with you know, the, the political day, uh, the political action, and all the crap that's going on in life. So I try to keep it a little uh, little lighthearted. Um, so uh, we brought the, the, the Sweet 16 in just to kind of to, to, uh, lighten, lighten it up a little bit. So today's Sweet 16, um, because it is the, uh, the Super Bowl coming up, my thought was, how about we talk about the top 16 either halftime shows that have happened, your favorite ones, or what you would love to see in the halftime show. So um, give you, for instance, uh, Bruno Mars uh, is one of the acts that have done it before, Beyonce, different things like that. But I guarantee you um, before a certain time, and I can't remember exactly when the halftime show was an actual big artist instead of a a college marching band, because back in the day, they used to have college marching bands. Exactly. But I, I remember as a, as a kid, Michael Jackson at, uh, I believe it was the Coliseum or somewhere, the Rose Bowl or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, where they held that uh, Super Bowl. It caught my attention because it was like, holy crap, you know, this is like, it, it's a concert inside of a football game. Yeah. Or, you know, if people don't care about the football, it's, it's a football game with a concert inside of it. You know, we're just waiting for the football game to get over so we can see the concert. So yes. I figured in lieu of, uh, or in light of the Super Bowl coming up, uh, and we will talk about a couple fun things with football and everything because uh, there was a couple scandals going on this yes. past weekend. Uh, so the Sweet 16 of either your favorite uh, halftime shows that have happened or what along with like. it bringing bringing in you know place uh, bands or whatever that you're like oh they would have been a really good halftime show uh, one other thing I'm gonna be bringing into the show today is uh, an homage to David Letterman so we're gonna have a David Letterman David he Letterman. is a insufferable <clears throat> hefty. so what he's kind of funny Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. I, I got to lighten up about that. So uh, you, you, while I don't uh, agree with David Letterman on everything, I will agree funny. with the guy has has always been really funny about his top 10 lists. Yeah, that's so true. we are going we're going to have a top 10 list uh, because Valentine's Day. Yeah, very uh, good. Valentine's Day is coming up. So it's going to be the uh, the top 10 ways to make Valentine's Day special. Yes. So we're going to need audience participation right at nine o'clock we're gonna i'm gonna be focusing on rumble and facebook today because youtube is down and and normally we have a lot of people that chime in on youtube on these fun little things but you can't be on there today you you can also though go on tiktok and is there anything i'm missing that we would be uh 
well, I, do we have enough? I think X now has oh, X. chat. Does that say Twitter? I know, I know, Twitter X, whatever you want to yes. call it. I keep uh, are we live on Twitter yet? Yes, yes. Ooh, we, are. we are. How about TikTok? Are we? We are. Yep. Yep. We have. Yep. A, I don't know if we're yes. live on TikTok. We're not live on TikTok, but you can see our things after the fact. Those are the little reels. Yes. So if you're not seeing us live, which most of our listeners are not live, although we appreciate the live audience, it really generates a lot of good topics. You can listen to everything that we're talking about on iHeart, Spotify, Apple. If you just have a little podcast, anywhere you have a podcast, you can even set up Alexa to talk about, you know, to, to say, listen to cancel this on, on iHeart and they'll pull it right up. So, and one of the things before you get going, uh, if you're on, I know, and I know Twitter, uh, <clears throat> I know TikTok is one of those things where some people are just like, eh. some people don't like, and, it. and that's fine. But if you are on TikTok, follow Cancel This on TikTok because yes. once we get a thousand followers on TikTok, yeah, because we're just now we can actually go live on TikTok, so that yes. will throw us another type of media to where we yes. get that we get the actual narrative out there and then uh, the, with the algorithms on a lot of these social media accounts especially with tiktok because you know when you go down the rabbit hole of tiktok holy crap um it will start you know uh giving you more and more and more and more so yeah it, there's it, a lot of stuff on it, if cancel this and that cancel this cancel culture and everything is something that you're into and so on and so forth if you are on tiktok go ahead and follow cancel this yeah. because then it will start populating even more of that and then once we get enough followers on tiktok we can actually go live yeah on the show every morning and you can actually have a tiktok following because that's the way to reach the younger generation yeah for the, sure. they are and on we TikTok. need to reach the younger generation a lot of people think that talking about what we're talking about is boring but our kids are starting to get into that and well and and speaking of kids and everything you know I have kids, you have kids, we have kids that are the same age and the yes, same, you know, do. especially uh, in that high school era. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my my daughter, she is awake. She is She's awake. not woke, she's awake. awake. Because a difference. And, and and the weird thing is is we as parents, we always wonder if our kids are listening to us. Yes. 95% of the time they're probably not because probably not. you know whatever, but you know what they're like a sponge. They are. And the fact is, you know, I was talking to both of my my daughters the other day and I <laughs> Just overheard the two of them, and I'm like, wait a minute, they're actually listening. Yeah. Because listen. some of the things that I'm saying and everything, they're repeating it, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, we talked about this in, in class today, and then, you know, blah, 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 this, and, and I heard, it's all about the Constitution, and that's why we don't write in cursive. And I went, oh, they're listening. They are listening. That's <laughs> good. So, you know, good. parents, if you don't think your kids are listening to you, they are. They are. Um, you know, mm -hmm. they might be getting it through osmosis. Um, and if you don't know what, what osmosis is, look it up. L look it up. <laughs> That's right. Very good. All right. So after this little commercial break, we're going to come back really hard with all the topics that we talked about. So we're going to hit it really hard in the eight o'clock hour, all the things that are the meat and potatoes of what we just said. Then at the then at nine o'clock, we're going to do the fun stuff. And then some people like the fun stuff. Some people don't. The majority of you do. We need your help on the chat line. And then we're going to get into more meat and potatoes at 930 with Justin Hicks. So now Projo, you can hit all of our sponsors. Marco, wait, 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. <laughs> Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653. Or find her online at experience-re.com. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Well, and we are back after the commercial break. I am Lizzie. I am here with Pro Joe, and I'm here with the bearded, what'd you call yourself? The bearded wonder from Down Under. Okay, the bearded wonder <clears throat> from Down Under. As many of you know him as the intrepid Derek Pratt. He, he is really amazing. He has a plethora of ideas, and he's our merch guy. So I just make it up as I go. Yeah, but that's the way to be these days. Gosh, even if you plan it. <laughs> some, no, this is life. Nothing is planned, planned anymore. 
Nothing, nothing. Especially we did not plan on the last two days to not be on YouTube. We did not plan that. But somebody is angry with us, and so we're off of YouTube today. You pissed in someone's Cheerios. Yeah, we pissed in somebody's Cheerios for sure. But that's okay. We have many other platforms. And today, we're going to need you on the platforms because when Happy Face Derek over there, the bearded wonder from Down Under, comes, he has these awesome segments that we have to have audience participation. So look at Rumble. Look at Facebook. Look at the other what did we say on x we can we can talk on there too as well pretty soon we're hoping that it's going to be on tiktok and we're on all these after platforms as well like iheart apple and all of that and, and i might have asked this question already but joe are we live on tick on on x Yes, yes, we are live, live video on X. on X. Very cool. Yes, we. I, I know. I know. I know. Chat on X. Well, too. as I say, I know, and I know um, it, it, Twitter is becoming, and I, I, I call it Twitter because it's it was always Twitter, uh, Twitter yes. X, whatever you want to call it. The cool thing about it is there's a lot of a lot of people actually use Twitter as their social media. Correct. Correct. Um, I, I talk too much, so. They would knock you off. Well, it's not. It's not that. Is if I'm typing it out, <laughs> I have too much to say, and they stop me. <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't want to do five different like tweets to right, blah blah blah. Right. But yeah, a uh, lot of things going on today. A lot of fun things later on in the show and uh, uh, craziness. Let's start talking about that uh, social media. Stuff. Well, and the first thing before we do the social media. We need to pop up a picture of a puppy dog. Ah, uh, yes. We're going we're gonna to pop up. And the reason why we're popping a picture of a puppy dog is I've learned in other social media platforms that I've worked with is that sometimes you'll notice people put the most weird things, seemingly weird things on their Facebook. They'll put a picture of a swimming pool or beer or a kitty cat or a dog or something like that. And it changes the algorithms. And sometimes the bots or the spies notice that you have a puppy dog and so joe if you could put the puppy dog up and his name is stitch now look how cute stitch is so everybody look at stitch and the reason why i chose stitch is because my daughter holly ann she's the fourth of my five kids one of our very good friends that's her dog and she's in the america's favorite pet contest so if you would like to vote for stitch you can you can look up stitch you just go to america's favorite pet and you look up stitch and stitch is right now in third place but if we want cancel this friends to make stitch that might get us some you know like 20 somethings because they're going to be watching the show probably after they wake up so they may not be watching it now but they may be watching it after they 20 wake somethings up. at about 1 30 in the afternoon well then they can see that we talked about stitch and so can our spies can see a cute little puppy dog so that's why stitch is on there today all right, so you so now we're going to talk about what we're really going to talk about, and it's ironic with our social media being just messed with, and 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 anybody that you know that has primarily a streaming platform, it's very easy to mess with. But I just sat with such glee at our senators yesterday with Senator Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, our very own Josh Hawley, very funny John Kennedy. And they were chastising, and I'm going to say his name a little bit different, um, Tucker Bucks. You know who Tucker is? So, Tucker, not, not, not the Tucker. Like, I should call him. So, so, so should we at least explain this one? Before the show, uh, I don't know if everybody, if, if you were not on the show before the show, but we were talking about how um, back in the day, when I was a teenager, uh, MySpace was the social media thing. Correct. And the correct. owner of MySpace was Tom. Tom. And I made the comment. I said, well, with all these bots and everything, we can't say certain words. So why don't we, why don't we change the name of FB 
Okay, so today, for just because we're getting hot and heavy in this, we're going to call it MySpace. <laughs> we'll call them, we're going to refer to the platform Tom. that we're on right now as MySpace. Okay. So and the owner of said platform is now Tom instead of... Tommy Bucks. Is, is, is t- instead of instead of, yes. Mar- instead of Marky Mark, Marky we're, we're going to call him Tom. Right, yes. I know. Joe's over there going, he's going he's, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Well, and there is something <laughs> wrong with us, but we're trying to get around... What we're going to be ready to do. Welcome to the shit show. This is the shit show. And we're going to be talking about something that will alarm the spies type people. And so one of the things is that um, Joe's, you know, I've sent him a couple videos, three, three videos to be exact. (laughs) Well, I sent him a lot of videos today, but three of these pertain to what we're talking about. So Lindsay, we're going to start with Lindsey Graham. Before we hit that one, I got one more question. I apologize. I'm squirreling completely because squirrel, there's squirrel, there's been so much there's so much content that Joe has should have been picking up, and I guarantee he has. Joe um, picks up on everything <laughs> because him first of all, up. I tag him. I'm like Joe, <laughs> got to get that. He one. knows what's so going on. Do you have the bullshit? Bullshit. Yeah, be ready with this. Stuff. Oh. He's already ready. Oh, bullshit. Yes, oh, thank bullshit. you. <laughs> <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> ah, very good. Thank you. So <laughs> yes. So there you go. So. So this is a bunch of bullshit that that our friend Marky Mark, Tommy Tommy Bucks, whatever his name is, the owner of FB. How's that? Of, of, yes, we're as we're calling it MySpace today. So we're gonna do the first video that is calling out the person that is even messing with people on our platform. Lindsey Graham. He tells this gentleman that you have blood on your hands. So we're gonna play that first video when you're ready, Joe. Social media companies as they are currently designed and operate, are dangerous products. They're destroying lives, threatening democracy itself. These companies must be reined in, or the worst is yet to come. Gavin Guffey is a representative, Republican representative, uh, from South Carolina in the Rock Hill area. To all the victims who came and showed us photos of your loved ones don't quit it's working you're making a difference through you we'll get to where we need to go so other people won't have to show a photo of their family okay you can cut that off right there joe basically why i wanted lindsey graham on there is to set the story of what happened as so many parents have come to the senators in dc and telling them that their child unalived themselves cut themselves were bullied hurt themselves because of so many social media platforms and one of them that we're talking about is code face or book code and and that and they're doing it to our platform as well and that's why we're speaking in codes and Lindsey Graham first wanted to bring up don't stop if you think your child is being hurt let people know let let your house of representatives both in your state all the way up to senators in DC know what's going on as much as I love these platforms I really do and for streaming we've got to have them but you have to monitor your children now, some people will say, well, that's a parenting problem. You you didn't monitor your children. I would agree. It's a parenting problem. It, it is. It, it, start, is. it starts with a parent. It does. And so that being said, if you're a first-time parent, I know I have five children. Things that I did with my first child, I'm on top of it with my fifth because my kids are 17 years apart. I had no idea with my oldest two, really oldest three, 
when I gave my child a phone at first, I thought they could just text and call me. I was dumb and didn't understand that once this hooked into internet, my kids were watching movies and things. Now I get it. You know, it didn't take me long to figure it out. But there's some parents that are just so busy and they don't seem harming it and these kids are getting hurt. And so... The bummer part of all that is, I agree with you, it should be parenting, but we also, there has to be some accountability. I mean, think about it. They, they will literally censor a show like ours that is telling the truth, but then they let, like, I'm, I'm just going to say it, they let penises all over the picture, they let pedophiles all over the picture, They people's anatomy all over the picture, predators, and and then they're coming after us. And so... There's also a video of Ted Cruz, if you want to play the one about Ted Cruz, that he's also coming after the same gentleman with the same sort of content. We don't have to play the, the same thing either, but I'm setting a tone here. Snapchat's just as bad. Yeah, it is. It's actually worse because it disappears. That's right. Okay, so here's Ted Cruz. Every parent I know, and I think every parent in America, is terrified about the garbage that is directed at our kids. I have two teenagers at home. And the phones they have are portals to predators, to viciousness, to bullying, to self-harm. And each of your companies could do a lot more to prevent it. Mr. Zuckerberg, in June of 2023, the Wall Street Journal reported that Instagram's recommendation systems were actively connecting pedophiles to accounts that were advertising the sale of child sexual abuse material. In many cases, those accounts appear to be run by underage children themselves, often using code words and emojis to advertise illicit material. In other cases, the accounts included indicia that the victim was being sex trafficked. Now, I know that Instagram has a team that works to prevent the abuse and exploitation of children online. But what was particularly concerning about the Wall Street Journal expose was the degree to which Instagram's own algorithm was promoting the discoverability of victims for pedophiles seeking child abuse material. In other words, this material wasn't just living on the dark corners of Instagram. Instagram was helping pedophiles find it by promoting graphic hashtags including hashtag ped whore and hashtag preteen sex to potential buyers. Instagram also displayed the following warning <clears throat> screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. <clears throat> the, these results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave users two choices. <clears throat> Get resources or see results anyway. It's a joke. I mean, Mr. It, it really is. what the hell were you thinking? All right, Senator. Um, the, the, the basic science behind that is Listen that this, when people are searching for something that is problematic, it's often helpful to, rather than just blocking it, to help direct them towards something that, um, that could be helpful for getting to get help. <laughs> In what that, is, well, that is correct. That's exactly, In what sane universe you can is even there cut a link this off for right see now, results Joe, anyway? And literally just put bullshit 
bullshit. He's not a dumb person. He knows exactly what's going on. And here's my thing. Is he a pervert himself or is this just a money grab? I mean, what do you think? I uh, mean, was he on? Was I believe he on the I list? believe he was on the list. Yeah, well, so, okay, then that says everything. That that's okay, so he's on the list. And so you've got perverts. So parents, most of you parents here know exactly what I'm saying. But a lot of you have children in high school and we forget about it or you have grandchildren. You've got to understand perverts are the ones running our social media perverts and they sex traffic hell there's perverts in the schools you just correct correct there's perverts in our school i mean this is just uh, unbelievable wherever kids are at you can assure that there's going to be at least a one or two correct you got to be very careful so back in the day you know back in the day back in the day in your high school era well back in the day when i was a kid i mean i remember get on your bike go yeah get on your bike and go and and kelly yes and kelly talks about how we were the feral generation. We were feral. You we know? were like feral cats. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, we always heard the, the, the creeper white van. Yeah. We always heard you that. Know, don't, 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 uh, don't go to anyone that asks uh, to find their animal or if they mm-hmm. want, if you want mm-hmm. candy, because yes. those were the perverts back in the day. Correct. And we would even say, <clears throat> even if they say to you, come and help me yeah. with your dog is missing or your cat is missing, come and help me find it. So is you this, tell them, is, no. is this the digital version of this is come the digital help, vigil. help me find yes. it? Yes. You know, you know, what's really funny is I have a little dog. And I never take him for a walk. The poor dog is neglected from walks because I don't want people to think I'm out. Can you help me find my dog? You're dog pervert. Oh my gosh. But I mean, that is exactly right. That's a great analogy. It's like we were told, be careful of the ice cream man. Make sure you don't even go up to the ice cream truck unless your parent right. is with you. And you know what? I know a lot of nice ice cream man. So this is not, I love the ice cream truck. I'm the first one out there getting ice cream. <laughs> but I don't let my kids go out there and get ice cream without me being there. Why we pay a $47, you know, fudge sickle. <laughs> Just go to the store and buy a gallon. Correct, correct. But you know, it's it's funny is he is the new, you know, the, the, the social media and, and, you know, say what you will. I, and I, I've seen a couple of comments, you know, it, it does. It starts with the parents. And Correct. And it absolutely we as, does. We as parents are the ones that put these devices in these kids' hands. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I, I regret it. So when you when you say it starts with the parents, that takes everything off of Zucka fucks. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, 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 not necessarily. So, so. What I will say is the first line of defense should be the parent. Because, Correct. Because yeah, but I mean, you I, can't, I mean, if you say that, that you if, know. But if you don't put one of these in your kid's hand. Yeah, but, okay, so that is near impossible these it is days. Because, because well, they yeah. are marketing these things to kids. Well, not, Correct. Just, not just that kid, you know, every day in the schools, they either have a computer or a, an iPad in the classroom. And yes, you know. And don't get me started on 5G. Oh, yeah. oh don't even we're, go We're there. not going to talk about 5G. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about there. That's right. But that's, but the, that's the other thing with, with you know, with these types of devices, the school districts, and we're getting, we're going to talk about the school districts and safety later, which yeah. is interesting how this all just kind of goes me- hand and in meshes hand. together. So like my own phone, if I'm in the school, mm-hmm. first of all, you have zero cell, cell reception because of all of the, uh, the blockers. Well, and stuff. not just the blockers, you have, you know, the steel and all the rest of that. But number two, the blockers block from 
devices in the in, on that server. Correct. So the, the the workaround, and especially you know having kids in the high school gener, you know, generation, is dad, can we get our own computer? Because we can log in through Google and get all of our assignments and everything, but we can't, you know, with, with the, the, the computer from the school is locked down so much that the information, I'm going to say this, the information that they are trying to get, and, and it's it's really sad is they can't even get on YouTube to Very re- filtered. Yeah, it's, yes, oh, yes. It's very, it's, ver- it's very filtered. And most schools, I mean, there's been glitches because my one of my daughters had said they all have iPads, and at one point the blocker system went down and kids saw some pornographic stuff. It was fixed within 30 seconds, but sure. in that 30 seconds, somebody saw some male anatomy right there. And it's just interesting because today, most schools, that's how they operate, is all social media. And yes, it's blocked, but so you have to buy your kid the iPad, you have to have the phone. And nowadays, because of the school unaliving that come in, that people come in with those sure. things that I can't say and, and, don't and harm people... I want my kid to have a phone so she can call me. You're correct. The, the phone is a double-edged sword. It is a double-edged sword. Um, you know, Absolutely. Back, back in the day. Back in, I, back I, in my day. Yeah, I'm, I am getting old. I'm using back in the day yeah, a lot Yeah, back in more. my day. You know but you're old when that happens. Back in the day, we didn't have the smartphone. We had an actual, hello, phone. Correct. Telephone. Or, or beeper. We had a beeper back in the day. Yes, yes. Um, and, or, or you just had those phones. My oldest had the little flip phone yeah. that had no internet yes. capability. These these kids will never understand a text with a an analog phone. Yeah, oh well, my, my kids were like, Mom, when you text me, are you mad? Because I couldn't figure out <laughs> yeah. all that stuff, and I sounded a little harsh, apparently, so, on that in phone. The, in that session, you know, and, and I believe somebody made the comment that, you know, parents' lives have been saved due to their child having a phone, being able to call emergency situation. I get that. Double-edged sword, huge problem because back back in the day, yeah. if you were caught with one of these on you at school. You got in big holy trouble. Holy crap, you got yeah, you in did. big trouble. You're, this day here, this day and age. They just expect the, the you to first have time, it. The first time there's a fight. I mean, hell, the kids use their phone in the class. They do. They absolutely do. And they can record like, stuff. What? And see, and I and I am completely mixed. If we could completely go back to the 1970s, 80s, where the kids just had landlines and the kids had limited computers and all of that, that would be great. But we, but since we can't go back, you almost have to give your kid one of these devices because there's so much. I, what do I say? Yes, there's more nefarious things going on these days. And, and we talk about this often because it's it's not the normal cultural morals values of, you know, apple pie and baseball back in the day. We have people coming from everywhere into this country that do not have those morals and values. So you have to figure out a way to keep your kids safe Example, without scaring the border. shit out of them. Our southern border. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about that every day. I mean, it's just... It's so hard to keep your kids safe these days and to know what's going on. And that's why I was so proud of Josh Hawley, our senator from Missouri. And no matter where you live, this guy is a badass. And so if you could cue that up um, and play that, Joe, he literally makes Zucker, whatever his name is, what we're calling him today. What are we calling him again today? Tom Um, Bucks. Tom Bucks. Tom. Apologize. This does my heart good? It should. Uh, it should make every mama, when, whenever and daddy, you, whenever, go. whenever you see Mark, Marky Mark, Marky Mark, 
on, on whenever he's like with the uh, Senate and everything. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever wonder if he's sitting on that big pillow? Like I am wondering because he's just a little bitty man. He's a little man. <laughs> do you need your high chair, big boy? I think Come that's on, why he is the way he is. But this is some good stuff. So, okay, go ahead and play that. Don't take any action. You didn't take any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated a single victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? You know that apology is nothing but bullshit. Bullshit? Bullshit? But I love it anyway. Just play bullshit, a bullshit, because this video goes on and bullshit, on. A bullshit. <laughs> the a fact bullshit. that Mark Zuckerberg has no balls, no balls, no balls. And what's so good about that? To apologize himself. You have to have another adult tell you and force you to apologize. To turn around and apologize. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so what happened in this, I always can't say this word, judiciary hearing. Good what job. Happened, I said nice. the word. I don't know why I get tongue tied with Ladies that Ladies and word. gentlemen, give it up to her for today. Say say the word. You say the word. Judiciary. See, you said it right off the bat. Yeah. See, I don't know. I get tongue tied. It's almost like cinnamon. Cinnamon judiciary. I don't cinnamon think about judiciary. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So what was great about that is... These parents who have been traumatized through their negligence of monitoring, but nonetheless, it was things that we know this little dude that sits on a pillow that's full of bullshit literally could have avoided this. I mean, he could have. And I and you know that his his apology was he didn't care no no but he no. still had to do it think about that this little guy that sits in his basement or his mansion or whatever he does he had to apologize and to a parent if you're one of those ones they're back there holding up signs of their child that is now unalived or has been really harmed in some way he had to see them now he may not have any conscience he may not care but I don't think he cares. I don't think so either. But at least he had to be humbled. That has to be humbling for somebody like him, even though he's not sorry. Even though he's not sorry. It made me feel good that he had to do it. It's probably bullshit, but I'm glad that he had to do it. I really am. Because he's messing. Okay, so it shows like ours that are telling the truth. And we have the people that are on our chat line, why I like them so much is, and I say this all the time, they're not an echo chamber. They don't just always agree with you, Derek, or agree with me, or pro-Joe. I don't want you agree to agree with, with Vic. me. We don't either. We we have different opinions on a lot of things. We all, you know, you know, most of the people on the show lean to the right for sure, but we do have some Democrats that listen. But the thing of it is, is we're telling the truth, the truth. I will say this is my opinion, but it was the truth. Even about Republicans, we will call out uniparty Republicans or drama Republicans, as I call them, out. And because we're telling the truth, they're trying to come after us. But we're not going to stop telling the truth. And that's why I really like the show, because there's a lot of other shows that can only go so far. And then their handlers say, okay, that's the, you're at the line. You're at the line. Their corporation tell you they're at the line. There is no line on and this that's, show. That's there the, is no line. We're going to tell the truth. That's the beauty about a podcast. Who is it that owns Google and Amazon? Uh, what's his name? 
Oh, um, uh, Amazon is. Uh, um, uh, somebody on the chat line said, but it doesn't. He own Google. Uh, as well. uh, be, 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 Bemos, be, whatever his name uh, Bezos. is. Bezos. 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 Does Bezos. Does Google Bezos. as well. Does he own right? Google also? Yeah, I he, think we, we should be going after him next because he's the one that's uh, suppressing a well, lot of and, stuff. And, on and, but didn't he? Didn't he step down as the CEO? That's a, that doesn't mean jack squad. Well, all, that good point. All, all stepping. All, uh, that's a symbolism situation. Yeah, uh, and, and that's true. And that's honestly, true. That's the first time I've heard of that. Uh, Bezos has purchased or whatever. He, uh, he, he has majority, he has, majority think, owner in Google. Yeah, he purchased some part of it okay some some part of it and so i don't know the whole details on that but i agree we we will get nothing done if we don't go after these people and it takes a while because there's legislation that you have to put in place and you need senators like and i don't normally like lindsey graham and if you notice i if you notice the three that we played we played lindsey graham and then we played Ted Cruz, and then we saved the best for last, Josh Hawley, because each one of them went at him a little bit harder. Josh Hawley has no tolerance for this kind of bullshit going after our kids. Well, Senator Kennedy is one of my favorite I know, Yeah, and I almost got the clip, but the reason why I didn't get that clip is because it really was good. Other people can probably find it, but the minute we put it on the show, they pull it down. Yeah. Okay, I have to I have to say I was mistaken. Bezos does not own. He used to own stock in Google and sold okay, it. And okay, okay. He sold on the stock. to it. He'd have, he'd have had a lot more money. Okay, so well, God, I knew he had part <laughs> but, part ownership or part something in it. But at you one know point. what? All that Silicon Valley crap. They're all in bed together. Yeah, they are. They're all in bed together because, I mean, you know, think of, think of it this way: uh, FB and Instagram are owned by the same company. Uh, you know. Elon now owns X, which, which, which I thought was a very interesting. Uh, a number is he got rid of nine, over ninety percent of the the staff or whatever on correct on correct Twitter when he took over, and they're still functioning like a well oiled machine. machine. Yes, so that tells me there's ninety percent bullshit uh, that was in the Twitter the, correct the Twitter correct. sphere or whatever you want to call it. That is not even needed. Now, mind you. Well, you saw those TikToks. I mean, those things, we played them a while back of the people that of, that are just like going to get their lattes and putting their feet up. And they, they were making 70K or more it's, it's, and they were doing nothing. Pretty much. I mean, nothing. Well, and, and we were talking, you know, how simple, simple things, simple words, simple phrases uh, on chat lines and everything, you know, you could, you could say some of the most outlandish things. Yes. When it comes to bullcrap, yeah. bullshit, whatever you want, mm -hmm. the most outlandish things. But if you say those trigger words, oh my God. Yeah. They will mm -hmm. lose it because you're going against community standards. We can't, you know, blah, 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 this and that. And what's that's funny right. is the trigger words have everything to do with the truth that's going on out there. Uh, and exactly. that's exactly why they don't want you to say them. That's exactly right. They don't want the truth to get out. And there's just so much corruption that is going on that is just like like for example when you look in dc or wherever your state government is there's real problems and in 2018 if you did not think that this was a problem i, I think most people on this chat but we all have relatives or friends that thought that the squad the democratic squad that was originally aoc from new york Omar from Minnesota, Tlaib from Michigan, and Presley from Massachusetts were all great because now we have diversity and equity and inclusion and all that. They hate America. They're all the same people. They all much. hate America. Here's and the thing. None of them believe in free speech. They and, don't. And here's the thing. If you are a true American, if I don't care what side you're on, Democrat, Republican, Correct. whatever, 
LGBTQ, whoever, if you believe in freedom of speech and if you believe in that one little, you know, amendment in the, first, the Constitution. The first amendment. Right. Yeah, that yes. little yes. bitty one. You yes. know, the, the one that, you know, the whole thing was built around. <laughs> Correct. It's amazing. Correct. If you believe in that, all you have to do is own social media or be on social media and you'll see that that is not I mean, it, it's literally unconstitutional what's going on. And maybe that's a, that's probably going to be a trigger word coming real soon is what, the Constitution. Un- oh, well, and that's a scary thought because the only way we have our freedom is Constitution. But here's the problem, and we'll get into this a little bit later too. Too many people don't understand that. And there is a big problem with the very far left, I'm not saying every Democrat, and even the very far right. And the very far right, they want what they want. And so do I. I probably agree with the far right. But I understand more now than ever, there's a way to get what you want through legislation and the Constitution. When you lose the fact that you don't understand what the Constitution is. Because you can't read it. Because you you can't read cursive, so you can't see it, is a real problem. I mean, it's a real travesty to getting our country back to the way that it was. And, And when we're talking about the squad... It's embarrassing to me because then in 2020, more of them came. Jamal Bowen, Corey Bush, and Jamal's from New York. Corey Bush is from here in Missouri. Some Greg um, Caesar or Kazar from Texas and Summer Lee from Pennsylvania. But I I pray and I hope that their massive fraud, and I'm going to call it a fraud, that they are putting on the American people by calling us racists and DEI, look at them very closely. And what and there's two things that happened. It both of them, Corey Bush and a- AOC is keeping her her butt clean right now, even though I don't like her. She must be up for re-election. I, I'm I'm wondering because because she, we don't hear as much from her right now. But Corey Bush and Talib are the most obnoxious white people hater ever. They're racist, but they're also greedy and steal. And all of that, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and why there's a problem is we get up every day, and we all go to work, or we're retired, or we have children that are going to work, and literally a third of our paycheck, we work day in and day out and have a big bulk of our money taxed out of our check, taxed on our cars, taxed on our houses, and all of that, and then we have people like Cory Bush that is stealing and we've got some videos for that. And Joe, if you could find the one, and we're going to play it briefly, that she says she's cooperating. She got caught. She got caught. And and she got caught with having security. So basically the story behind Cori Bush, if you don't know that, is she wanted to defund the police while paying her boyfriend, now husband. And you know the dollar amount changes every time you hear it. it you know, first for a while it was 70000 40000 whatever. Now they're finding out that we're well over half a million that she is stealing. But she says it's okay because she's stealing it from or taking it from Missouri and not the feds. And here's how she says she's cooperating, if you could play that, Joe. and my position to the highest levels of integrity. I also believe in transparency, which is why I can confirm that the Department of Justice is reviewing my campaign spending on security services. We are fully cooperating with this investigation, and I would like to take this opportunity to outline the facts. Listen the to the facts. Get ready you see for how she paused? I was sworn into uh-huh. office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. 
as a rank and file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. Any reporting that I have used funds for personal, secu for personal security is simply false. In recent months, right-wing organizations oh, have right lodged baseless complaints against me, peddling notions that I have misused campaign funds who wrote her to script? pay for personal That's security exactly service. what I thought, that too, exactly. is who is wrote her true. script. And you can take this one down, Joe, because it's much more bullshit, bullshit. Somebody wrote it because that's not how she normally talks. I'm going to show you some places. Find the one that says D um, defund the police. And, and Charlie Hurt is talking about that. He's going to hit that a little bit. She doesn't normally talk like that. But not just that, she has the right via our Second Amendment to carry. Correct. Why so, can't she carry? But I she mean, doesn't want police officers for you and I that go to the ball game. I believe Lauren Boebert carries, doesn't she? A lot of them carry. A lot of them carry. And the interesting thing is when you go, if you go into any big city, so Cori Bush is just indicative of all the rest of the people on the squad. And there's eight of them. There's a lot of other good people trying to do their job. And you've got the squad that started off with four. Now we have eight. And it's it's just a travesty of, of what's going on. And we can't she is obviously lying about that. And so she has her husband that she he's now paying, and we've got video of that too, of he's admitting to taking the money. He's admitting. So you can play any one of those videos, Joe. Any, anyone, doesn't matter what order that is. You can just pull any of the ones of the Cori Bush ones up. They, she is telling right to our face, it's no big deal what's going on. Okay. The one of Cori Bush's husband? Okay, very good. You could play that one. And you'll see he doesn't really, he's, he doesn't ask, he gets annoyed that any questions are asked. I like how she's on the phone because she's avoiding talking to them, Correct. but he talks. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, she stays on the phone the entire time, goes to the car. Her husband, this is what he's getting paid over a half a million dollars to do. She gets in her limo. So if anybody wants to see what's going on, this is also a person that she said, I have to have two I do, houses. I do have a question for you. Here we go. Are you doing, uh, what's your role in the campaign? Right now, I don't have a role in the campaign. Man. You don't have a role at all. My wife is because they they were reporting you had wages uh, on the campaign for security, and then it was a general wage. I was just wondering what you've been doing on the campaign. Yeah, I mean you can you can Google what it is. You can also Google what it's happened with the the ethics report. How it came back five zero that it was all completely above board. So you're not so doing any more. We know we know campaign. they're not spending the money the on the car. That's a Hyundai. Correct. I'm, I'm still a boy, right? Yeah, you're still a part of it? Am I still a boy with it? Yeah. Yes. So obviously I'm gonna work with it. So I mean what's what's the whole this this got you like No. I'm not a politician, man. So ask me a question man to man and I'll answer. So what's your that, question? That was it. About the campaign. I'm still in the campaign. I'm still doing security with the campaign. So he's not a politician. So ask him man to man. He skirted around the issue. You know, at least he stood there where his wife acted like she was on the phone to get into the car. That man right there, nice looking guy, he is getting paid over a half a million. I think last I heard was like 700000 And it depends. Depends on which article you see, which you hear. That kind of money. 
to do something that literally any husband would probably do anyway, would escort their wife or this or that. And he's getting paid all that money out of campaign funds. And you can find other articles that- We can get paid for just protecting our significant other? Wouldn't that be great? Wow. As long as they're a politician. As long as it, oh, right. Is that but the catch? in the meantime, Joe, the next time we go to a ball game, and I've got two children and a daughter-in-law that live in the city, they, they literally know that th- if they call the police, Nothing they may or that. may not have them come. Now, they live in a, one of the nice, they live in a nice area of the city. And I know there, I know you might say there is, is some, but that's, that's the kind of, and, and my kids are now like, what the hell is that? They don't like Cori Bush. They don't like her at all. And at one point, you know, he was, my son was like, I really wouldn't mind running. He goes, but I would never get elected in the city of St. Louis. And I said, because you're a Republican. He goes, no, mom, you don't even have to run as a Republican. Because he goes, I'm an white. independent. He goes, I'm a white male. He's white. He goes, and I don't lean as far left as they do. You know, he's, he's a libertarian. So he might, you know, so he could, he sees points of view kind of on both and he doesn't want any government. He hates that. He hates all that. And that's ridiculous what we're dealing with. But that is the reason why I wanted to hit that again is to show that right now, the only reason why she's having to pay the piper, so to speak, is because she and Tlaib went against the administration with Joe Biden because they were calling him out because they are very pro-Palestinian and they think that he is he's too pro-Israel. And so now they're coming. So they're eating their own within right now. They're so eating their own. I, I, like, I like one of the comments that Joe made. He goes, uh, her husband and three others do not hold active security licenses, which are required to work in security. Correct. He's not a security guard. So, so but here, yeah, I, I, the rebuttal on that one is... Um, you, you, first of all, that is a correct comment. Uh, mm-hmm. You are required to to hold an active security license. Um, what that means in certain situations in certain areas completely is completely um, objective, I guess. Yes, um, yes. Because in the state of Missouri, you can legally open carry. You can. So I guess and, and, that's the gray area and, yeah, there. And, and so in that situation there, uh, if he's in the state of Missouri and he does not hold an active security license. Yeah. He can legally, which is, is his, you know, uh, Second Amendment right to do mm-hmm. so. He can mm-hmm. legally open carry to protect his wife. Correct. Correct. So I guess that is, that's a good, very good point. I guess that's the gray area. So now that area is left with, I don't think, well. But have you, you, ever, you ever wondered, you know, how like uh, representatives and senators go in uh, into their office. So a half, a, a half a million dollars, though, to, sh- to, for to, this. to do something you, you, you would be doing had anyway. no training over, you Correct. have no yeah. degree in or anything like that. Yeah. You're making a half a million dollars entry-level position. Oh, Correct. Because a half he a has no, dollars. you know. Yeah. So I know so that. You, so you wonder, you know, I, I was getting to that one point is you, you see all these politicians that go in to their offices not wealthy. Correct. And then they How come much out. are they worth now? Well, and there's that, there's we're a talking clip. Two years. There's clips of her literally saying, and I've probably said it a couple times now, but I can't say it enough, she deserves 
two houses, not a little apartment in D.C. Children's she needs, shit. She deserves two houses, two wardrobes, two cars, double duty for her husband, plane tickets, all this kind of stuff, and she thinks she deserves it. And so it'll be interesting. I'm hoping that Wesley Bell, who is also a Democrat, and he does fit the mold, he's African-American, and he, but he's a male, and he's the St. Louis County prosecutor, he's running against her. And Joe, if you can find the clip, there's a clip, and it's actually from our local news, but I found it interesting it doesn't portray her in the best light it doesn't so if you could play this clip if you could find it Joe. Greg, Greg makes which a good one you I don't know which it's one what it says Wesley her. Bell it oh, says Wesley, Wesley Bell. Bell yes and Greg makes a good point her husband security guy makes four times the amount that she makes as a representative say that again for, for the people in the back Four times. No, I take that back. If he's getting over a half a million dollars, I believe a, 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 a congressional representative makes about a buck 20. So right, right. Just, just you know, I, he, the husband's getting paid almost four times the amount of money that she is getting paid by the federal government. Correct, correct. Wow. Correct. I need, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Well, <laughs> look at this. Totally look at this. This business. is some more bullshit. If you Congresswoman Cori Bush launching her campaign for re-election today. She's seeking a third term in Washington. Our political editor, Mark Maxwell, reports from Bush's campaign launch event in Northwoods. And I rise up, I rise like the day. Hundreds of people packed this strip mall campaign headquarters. And this kind of shows Saturday you afternoon. all the dumbasses that did vote for her. There's quite a few people in that room. Just fervor about the cost of war. Then they want to take 50 million in Missouri dollars, 5 million in St. Louis City dollars alone, and send it to go help drop bombs on kids. I say that $5 million that's being used to drop bombs on babies, give us that money back. That money needs to be right here. But she says Lewis. nothing. Yes, because she needs protection. Woman in Correct. Traveled from Detroit to give Bush's bid a boost. Oh, Jesus. This is a place that births uh -huh. movements. While Bush criticized the Biden administration policy in Israel. Because the president may be mad. Rashida Tlaib told the crowd the congresswoman relates to people in poverty. Because that, the majority of our colleagues are millionaires. Was that a guy? I saw that, yeah. As I say, was that a guy or a girl? Yeah. That will never understand what it means and this is showing you literally that why they're they're getting in trouble, so to speak, is because they kept calling out Joe Biden and saying he didn't give enough dollars for the Palestinian causes. She needs some money. Yes. And so this is Wesley Bell. For anyone that's listening, this is who's going to be running. This seat. The two members of the so-called squad railed against APAC, the influential American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, which could funnel millions of dollars to try and defeat Bush. This congresswoman will never sell you out. Bullshit. Bush rallied her base Bullshit. to go on defense. We gotta <laughs> attack back. We gotta attack what they throw at us back. And encouraged her backers to blunt attacks from any of her critics who saw her early calls for a ceasefire in Gaza as ceding ground or surrendering she is terrorist everything attacks. This is wrong not about anti-Semitism. This is not within her cities. Whether I hate Jewish people or not. What did she? What did she even said with whether I hate Jewish people or not. She doesn't denounce Hamas. White supremacy. Uh huh. White it supremacy. About one group being greater than another group. Uh huh. And we tear that down no matter where we see it. Reporting in St. Louis, Mark Maxwell.
Yeah. So and half, the, half the white, she, white, supremacy, white supremacy, but half the people in that room were white. Were white. That was one of the things I talked to my son about, who lives in great length about this story, who lives in the city, and he has a person that lives right next door to him that has a Black Lives Matters, and he's like, he and I talked. He goes, biggest dumbasses ever. The people with the Black Lives Matters signs in their yards, they're, they're white. white. They're white people. They're white liberal dumbasses. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're one of two things. They, and they really have to either be very dumb, or they themselves in the past have been very racist and now they feel some sort of white guilt. They said what they are. And it's, you know, that's just calling that out. I hope it goes somewhere. I truly hope it goes somewhere. I I do. Of course, I would like to see somebody different be down there in the city of St. Louis, but I hope Wesley Bell kicks her ass. And we're going to be getting him on the show soon. This might be showing my ignorance, which, you know, I show quite often. Um, Uh, Aren't most Jewish people white? Right? Yeah. Um, so when yeah. she's like, oh, we don't have a problem with the Jews, whether I hate them or not, it's about white supremacy. Correct. And isn't that funny? And, and did you hear what she said? If I hate Jewish people or not, she didn't denounce it. Right. That's ba- like right. If I she's said the, to you, yeah, she's, whether she's I hate... confirming or denying, right. Like it if I should be, you, I don't hate you, you know, like, it, but it's saying, you know, she's saying uh, whether I hate them or not. Uh-huh. Whether I hate blonde, older women right. or not. Right. You know. right, right. Whether I hate Derek, the bearded guy or not. Boy. I, I, no, no, no. You can't attack me personally. You have to attack something about me. Okay. Because that's how it goes these days. Well, your white hat these days are triggering me. Yes, my hat is white. Yes. So it's, it's a trigger. It's a trigger point these days i mean oh my goodness goodness gracious okay well it's nine o'clock and we have about a half Do you know where hour. your kids are oh, no, that's, that's, uh, hopefully that's, my kids are at school <laughs> minute, that's 10 o'clock at night well, I don't know, and, my and, that, and that was the funny part remember back in the day back in the day back in the day at 10 the day at 10 p.m <laughs> because we were so feral they had to actually say it's 10 o'clock it's 10 do o'clock. you know where your kids are it's like yeah do you know where your kids are where, do you know where your kids are where's the little kids at you know, Where are those kids? They should have been in the house because when the uh, streetlight came on. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I mean, honestly, I don't know Wesley Bell. I, I, I hope I'm here that day because, believe me. Come in the day it, that he's going to be here. If he is actually in studio, let me know. I want to yeah. be here. I don't know the man. We need to I'm ask gonna... him the hard questions. I, he's definitely not conservative by any means. No. But I've met him a couple times now, and one of the times, I didn't even know who he was. I went to an event. Was it, that? it was an Urban League sure. type event for when I worked at iHeart, and I went there, and I was literally the only white person in the room, and everybody was super cool to me. It was no big deal, and he, and I, and he came up. He didn't introduce himself. I think he thought I knew who he was, and in person, he's strikingly good-looking. We're on the TV. He just looks like an average-looking man. He's bad hair. I guess that's what it is, but in person, I don't know. The day I saw him, his hair wasn't like that. He couldn't have been kinder, and he was, and I did ask him. Once I realized it was him, I asked him policies. How would he do this differently? You know, I asked him. I didn't think he, or I told him I didn't think he was strong enough in St. Louis County, but, but that being said, he will have that conversation with you. He won't call you a racist or any of that to your face. Corey not, Bush, not to your face. Well, that's what I said to my face. He may do it behind my back, but you know, I think he's at least a better alternative. Would I like somebody even different? Sure, but that's not going to happen in this climate in the city of St. Louis. So I think so. You know, Vic reached out to him. We should be having him on soon. He's been on this. You know, when they had the edge before he was there, he's a very affable person, and I think he would be a much better choice. And he at least would be more fiscally responsible with campaign money and Missouri money. But you know what? 
I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, white, black, yellow, purple, whatever you are. Mm -hmm. I, I think once the once the machine of Washington gets a hold of you, I agree. You either die to them, yeah. You know, do you you do what they tell you, or you serve one term and you're booted. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you don't kowtow to what they're, you know, the machine, you know, and and and, and that's the swamp. Yeah. You know, they they you know. Trump always talks about, I'm going to clean the swamp. I'm going to drain the swamp. Damn, you got to get some big boots and some deep waders. You do, because, because it's way more I mean, swampy oh than my we God. ever and, and, and the fact is, is, you know, you have good intention people. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm even going to ask Justin this later when he's ask on. Ask him whatever you want. Be like, you know, I, I understand there's good intention people that go, you know, just to the local state level. Yeah. And then. And they change. Oh, my God. He's seeing that. Feel free to ask him. Say, even say to him, you're, you're welcome to say, you know, at this point. He's who he says he is. I, um, and as his mother-in-law, I can I've, say that. I, I've met Justin once in person. Yeah. But I, you know. But ask him, because I don't want him to change either. Shoot. I, I, I want him to stay who the person that I see that he is with my daughter, that I know that he's doing up there. And I don't want him to change because a lot of times you do change when you're around a lot of swamp creatures. But that being said, he's also going to tell you that there's there is some good people up there too that are being called names that aren't even as bad as people say. And then there's other people hmm, that you might think are good that are not. So these are all it's questions an, we an, can ask him. It's all about integrity. It is and all about Number one thing you have to have is integrity. You, number one. Back in the day, your, your word was your bond. Yep. A, a handshake meant a lot. Yes. And you had to have integrity. These days here... <laughs> and, and Todd's right. The problem is, is it is a broken system. Mm -hmm. And you can even put good people in the broken system. And the broken system hurts the good people because they can't move forward often. So, I mean, that's the big thing is that you have to constitutionally fix the system. And that'll be something that my son-in-law really wants to do. Um, so, well, we have about 24 minutes before Justin gets here. And so everybody stay on the chat line. Stay with us. Um, you know, we don't want you to miss. And, you're, and we will look at the chat line too. Ask Justin anything you want to ask him because he's one of the politicians that there's nothing you can't ask. I will look down and see what you're asking him. But in the meantime, Derek and I would really like to have just, you know, a little cool off period. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And so, Derek, take that away. All right. So before we start this, I just want to give... Uh, I'm, I'm going to do the top ten. Uh, the top ten list. Okay. Um, okay. So put your thinking caps on before, when we get to the uh, Sweet Sixteen uh, of the uh, halftime shows that have already happened, or halftime shows that you want to happen. So get those get those in your brain going. But um, I, I I thought it was always you know just bring this lightheartedness to you. So back in the day, David Letterman always did a top ten list, uh, and. and the, the thing was, is I, when I was doing a little bit of research on this, uh, I always wondered why he always changed the home office. So, like, I remember he al uh, always used to say, uh, you know, from the home office in Sioux City, Iowa. Yes, was, was one yes. of the biggest. And I, and I was like, why is why Sioux City, Iowa? Come to find out, the local TV show, I guess the CBS affiliate there, mm -hmm. refused to play David Letterman's show because of whatever antics that he so as a kind of a middle finger back to them he always said that the top 10 list is brought to you from the home office in sioux city iowa and so i was like you know what uh let's just have a little fun with this one and because it is uh it's, it's valentine's day coming up 
and everything. I figured uh, we're going to bring the top 10 list from the home office in Festus, Missouri. So shout out to Festus, Missouri. All right, Festus, and Missouri. And every time every time I'm on and we do a new top 10 list, the home office is going to change. And it's not, it's not an FU to anybody, but we're just... We're going to change the whole shout out. So, so, so we're doing Missouri this time. You can yeah, do a, diff- a yeah, different state we, we, the next you know, time. So, so the top 10 list from the home office in Festus, Missouri. Shout All out right. to Festus. All right. Here are the top 10 ways to make the Valentine's Day special. Okay. That could, and, that could be and, hot. Hopefully, what, it's not bullshit. Well, what, it's good. And, and once we get this going, I'm going to talk. You know, Joe didn't know anything about this, so we don't have any, you know, background or anything like that but we will the next one of these days i want to get the drum roll like they used to do because it'd be kind of fun and so what are you calling this again so this is the the top 10 the top 10 an homage to david letterman the top 10 list uh here we go the top 10 ways to make valentine's day special number 10 take her to go see 50 shades of gray oh and then meet her outside when it's over <laughs> Good old Festus. Good old number Festus. ten. You can't afford champagne. Try vodka and effortant. Effortant. Okay. Okay. Number eight. Avoid discussing the divorce. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. That's a, that's a mood killer. Number seven. Write a love song heavily plagiarized from Tom Petty. Okay. Yeah, that's showing your age there too. Number six. Start a romantic fire in an abandoned mall. Okay. You know, you could do that these days. I know, days. that's the best. You, you actually could do that. <laughs> Number five, dip everything she owns in chocolate. Okay. Number four, put the NBA slam dunk contest on mute. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, uh, yeah no noise, no, <laughs> no noise. noise. Number three, avoid breakfast in bed cliche by serving breakfast in the shower. Okay. Number two, surprise her by wearing her sexy lingerie. And the number Would you one, do that? <laughs> no, hell okay, no. Okay, just wondered. And the number one way to make Valentine's Day special for her, give her the truck you won at the Super Bowl. That is the top 10. Give her list. the what? Give her the truck you won at the Super Bowl. Okay. So that's the top 10 list. I would like that. Valentine's- one thing. You can give me the truck. That would be <laughs> You don't great. want to know what the truck was. Okay. Uh, so yeah, fun, fun little top 10 ways to make her Valentine's Love Day it. special. Love it. Love so, it. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into the uh, Sweet 16. Of, All right. We need uh, our chat line help today. So, so we just had uh, the top 10 of Valentine's Day. Okay. We're going to get into the top 16, another uh, little play with uh, the Super Bowl coming up. And I will say, before we do this, there's a little controversy this uh, the, the, this this weekend, this past weekend, um, if you don't listen to, if you're a podcast listener, uh, jump on New Heights. It's the it's the, New Heights, the Kelsey I'm, Brothers uh, podcast. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, it, 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 it's they, actually pretty. Those good. Those guys are funny. Um, but they were talking about um, the 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 place kicker or the kicker from the Ravens, uh, kind of being in the area where Pat Mahomes and all them were practicing, and, and you know, got to looking and everything and. The only times that you know, and yes, there you know, there's guys all around the field practicing, but you always think of that half of the that half of the field is this team, this half of the field is this team, and the the only time that this has really ever happened, according to Pat Mahomes and, and some of the, the the Chiefs players, Patrick Patrick Mahomes, sorry, um, Mr. Mahomes, uh, Mr. Mahomes is the is the Ravens kicker is egregious about this he i don't know if he's getting under their skin or whatever but you know it was just like okay whatever i get you know gamesmanship it is uh but uh the top the 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 sweet 16 of either already done uh uh, 
halftime shows or halftime shows that you would like to see. Uh, Joe, I know you're a big music fan and, and with Audio Inc. and everything. And plus, if you're not watching Audio Inc., give Joe and Audio Inc. a, a, a huge shout out. Um, you know, they, they, they have some great guests on. They talk about great music, uh, especially, you know, the music that was actual music back in the day. Yes. where You know, they sang songs about real things. So um, I'm going to start with you. Do you either have a favorite halftime show or... A, a, an artist that you would you would like I would love to see them as a halftime artist or wanna, they I, might even be dead and you're like they should have been I want to say there was the, uh, the one that I know of for sure had like Eminem and uh, I think uh, Aerosmith and there was just a bunch of uh, I think Nelly was a part of it like there was a, just a bunch of different you know stars that, that sure. came on and and and, and uh, a lot of people did like the Aerosmith. Wait, and, and that, I always, but however, back in the day, I always used to enjoy when Metallica got in, and uh, 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 not accepted, but they were they were involved. Like they they got let to be involved. Like sure, uh, I think at the Grammys one time they played, and I was surprised that they were actually playing the Grammys because. You know, metal was like the, the the taboo thing back in the day, and nobody wanted to, you know, even acknowledge it. And and I and I know the 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 new thing that they're doing for the Super Bowl halftime show is all about you know encompassing multiple artists because you have different people watching the Super Bowl, so you kind of want to keep them keep their attention uh, for ads and all the rest of that stuff. And speaking of ads, come on. Bud Light, Miller Light, Doritos. Give me some good ads this year. I mean, the, yeah, the, they've been the, pretty. The ads have been so they've been lacking, uh, but been. you know, with social media and everything, they don't really have to. Uh, so let let's do do it to where you know because there's so many multiple. Uh, so just artists. name one artist. Just name one artist. Okay, make so it easy. So which Metall one do you want on this? I, I like Metallica. Metallica is is a, okay. I think they would have been a really cool. Uh, okay, uh, and I'm going with the chat line on here that was saying, you know, the whole debacle the, uh, with <laughs> Justin, Timberlake Justin Timberlake and Timberlake Janet and Jackson. We'll you put, have to put them together on that one. We'll put. I'm looking at a list, and I'm not seeing Metallica on there at all. They were. So. They weren't. Okay. No, but they, I right. think they would be a cool band to to be. I, and I'm going to put Janet Jackson alone. Um, because Justin Timberlake, he could hold a halftime show himself. Oh, for sure. Uh, if it wasn't for Justin Timberlake, we wouldn't have seen her boob, though. So you have to have True. Justin Timberlake. Correct, correct. <laughs> that was the boob shot there. That was so much controversy over that. And now that's pretty tame. You know what's... Uh, so So one of the ones that I I would love to have seen, Queen. Queen oh, for sure. Been, oh, for man. sure. My family would have loved to have seen Queen. Can, can you imagine, you know... Queen as a halftime show? Yeah, that would have been. We fun. are the champions. Oh, we gosh, will rock that you. Been I mean, any of them. the stomping on the the. Could you imagine? I mean, could you yeah. imagine? So uh, somebody said Snoop Dogg earlier. Okay, uh, somebody said Snoop Dogg, and then Todd saying Prince performed "Purple Rain in the Rain," one yes. of the most amazing things ever. And I'm looking at a photo from that. That uh, that that what does look like a pretty amazing moment. Yes, uh, the Michael Jackson halftime show. I I, I want to say that that was probably one of the greatest halftime shows I personally have ever seen. Yeah, that was good. And, and, and uh, what else? Somebody else is saying Kiss halftime show. Kiss would be a, 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 all right. So I'm. I, I didn't watch this one, but Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Oh man, I I did watch that one, and and it was very. It was kind of. It was kind of disappointing to. A yeah, point. I, I didn't. I wasn't and, a fan of that one. And, and and the reason I'd say that it was disappointing is if Tom Petty and everything was in their prime. It would probably would have been amazing. Uh, probably, yeah, that's you know, true too. You ready for this one? 
why is Taylor Swift? Why hasn't she done a halftime show yet? I mean, I, I know, I know why. And it's a shame she couldn't move her Japan one and do it this time. And I know a lot of listeners would say, "Oh, I'm so sick of Taylor Swift," and I get that. A lot of people are, but it just seems like this would be where it would have been. I, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I don't think she liked I, football though up no, until this point. And I'm not tired. I'm not tired of her. You know why? Because here's the thing: as a as a dad of two daughters, um, my daughters had zero interest in football. They still don't. Right. But right. you know, one of them is like eh, Taylor Swift. The other one's like, oh, okay. You know. But the fact <laughs> the fact that she has probably brought um, more non football fans to mm-hmm. football. Uh, and I also read that uh, the NFL, uh, the, the the Kelsey family uh, as a trio, yeah. have done more publicity, good publicity for the NFL than they could have went out and actually paid for. Yeah. So if Mama Kelsey is not getting paid for the publicity that she's doing out there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something's wrong. But I, I guarantee, you know, that, you know, and, 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 and bringing Taylor Swift in, uh, you know, that has definitely brought a, a, a younger audience to the NFL, especially when the NFL is so woke. Yeah, it's and, so woke. It was all by design. Yeah, well, yes. very much. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was by design to a point. Um, but, you know, I think Taylor Swift could put on a hell of a And hat. I think oh. Jay's right. They can't afford her Oh, hell at no. All. No, no, no. And Lisa's saying Beyonce when she was possessed by her demon. So you got to put Beyonce on there. That was a weird show. And Rihanna. Kind so of. The- yeah, Rihanna. That was... The one I was talking about was back in 2001. It, and who was that? The Kings of Pop. Oh, and of course, oh, the King- I add pops up. The Kings of Pop featuring Aerosmith, NSYNC, <laughs> Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. Oh, I, re- I do remember I that. I do remember that, too. That was so a good that's, one. that was. And you know, I remember watching Usher. And wasn't Usher, it, was that a, an award show or was he halftime? And I remember, you know, kind of liking his songs a little bit on the radio, but the guy cannot sing live. That was god awful, and yeah. I was like, "Ooh!" Well, and, and I don't know if it was the halftime show. Listeners, let me know what you think. Did know. he do a halftime show, or was that just some award show? I don't watch award shows anymore. He was uh, Usher. Two th- well, Usher's doing 2024. He's doing this. Yeah, he's, one. Oh, he's, he's doing, doing this. this one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. well, that Usher's would be interesting. Year. Okay, so write that down. Well, we haven't seen it, but that'll be interesting if he does good. I guess it was an award show. Then I saw him on. Yeah, it was he, just yeah. god awful. Bru- Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Every time I've seen Bruno Mars do some kind of show or whatever, yeah, he's electric. The guy is a. I mean, but has he done? Has he done? Yes, one yet? He, he did a Super Bowl. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, well, write yeah. that down. Uh, but even if he didn't, I would love to see. Love him to see on it. Super Bowl. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, we have one, two. We have three spots left. Um, you know what? Let me pull one did you, out. Did you put Rihanna down? I did put Rihanna. Rolling Stone. Rolling Stones. Okay. And how about? One. The Who? Oh wait, Usher did play back in 2011 with the okay, Black Eyed Peas and Slap. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought, I, I saw I do it, remember and that. it was not good. Well, and the Black Eyed Peas weren't that great either. Yeah, none of them. That was they really needed to bring Slash in for some reason just to to you know pull some of the 80s 90s in there. Yeah, uh, but apparently Madonna has played in 2012. How, how about, oh yeah, right. How about Madonna this one? down too? How about we got two spots? I'm gonna put Madonna down, and then the last one I'm going to put Gaga. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just. What was Lady Gaga? Throwing, I'm throwing out the what, biggest what, names what, I see. What about he's dead? But what about uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix? Do you think Jimi Hendrix could have held a stage at halftime? 
Or was he too big of a name? Oh, so we're not doing actual. You, we're, you, can, we're doing you could do it either way. I mean, dream. okay. All right, you know, all right. if there's a, if, you know. I think back in the day, there was a lot of people that really liked him. I think there's so many people today that, which is sad to say, they it's don't even because, know who he it's is. He's, you know, he's yeah, they, they don't even know who he is. We got two more. Give me two more big names uh, that have done a, a, a halftime show. Yeah, Gaga, Madonna. Let's just go Gaga. Chris Stapleton, he hasn't done one. Let's just go Gaga. Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, Missy Elliott. Katy Perry. Backstreet Boys. Let's do Katy Perry. That'll be the... Oh, Red Hot. Oh, I agree. Ozzy would have been great. Which oh, one? yeah, Ozzy would have been great. Mm-hmm. See, and, and that's a cool one where we can actually come back to this one. Yeah, we can well, almost do a genre of you know this decade. Of the music, this decade, we can do that decade. again. Yep. All right, so we have our, we have our 16, uh, 16 elimination uh, that will get done, and we have about seven minutes until Justin comes on with us. Uh, Metallica versus Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing about that because that's two completely oh, I know. different. Oh, oh you're, gonna, you're gonna see some completely different. Genres so Metallica and who? Metallica and Beyonce. I, honestly, I thought Beyonce's halftime show sucked. I did too. I, I, I did too. I, it was so. Ugh. I don't dislike and her, I but Metallica I thought she just was disrespectful. Okay, let's go with Metallica I, I, because I, I, I can't even with that. I mean, I've been to several Metallica concerts, and I can say that they put on a good live show, and they, sound, sure they, they sound just as good live sure. as they do on. It's, okay. it's because they have. But, but Metallica's right. not done one, right? No, I don't. I don't think no. no okay. I, I was looking, good... and I didn't. I haven't. No. Okay. I must uh, have been dreaming about that. JT and Janet Jackson versus Usher. Oh, JT and JT for sure. Yeah, Even though there was the a boob. boob malfunction, there was a nipple gate or whatever they yeah. called it. Usher's was god awful. So I hope his is better at halftime this week. His years ago was bad. Well, I hope that he pulls out a boob. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> the only boob gate. he's going to pull out is pulling someone on stage. That's right. Um, that's right. Queen never did one, but Queen versus Gaga. If you were to say, oh, Queen. If you were to say, I want to see this one versus that one in. In a Super Bowl. I think even Gaga would say Queen. Oh, hell yes, yes. yes. You, you, queen, Queen, Queen. I think we know who might win. No, I think one. so, too. Uh, Snoop Dogg and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. I, 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 well, I enjoyed, uh. I enjoyed Bruno's. So are we talking, you know, would we be talking Snoop Dogg in his prime? We have to be talking Snoop Dogg today, probably. I think Snoop yeah, Dogg because anytime. I mean, like, it, it doesn't change his music, you know what I mean? No, not at all. Uh, it doesn't change his vibe. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't actually sing. I'm no. Sure no. He could he's all just synthesized. The same, yeah. Right. Well, he's no, tr- no, he's... He's, uh, he's more of a rapper. He's just walking yeah, he's, around. You no, know, he know. doesn't do the auto-tune stuff. He doesn't do the no. auto-tune? No. He's just a okay. rapper. Okay. Yeah, he's not even a... He doesn't even try to sing. Okay. Uh, I, I I love me some Bruno Mars. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's... And the difference between Snoop and Bruno is Bruno is, a, you know, Snoop does his Bruno's thing. an entertainer. Bruno is an entertainer. So, you know, at a halftime show, you need that entertainment value to keep your, you know. Yeah, our chat line is saying Bruno, Bruno, Yeah, I would Bruno. say Bruno, but I, I, I also want to say that it would be interesting to see a Snoop Dogg one because you know that there would be a bunch of strippers and stuff out there. <laughs> stripper poles oh, my and, gosh. And, you'd have, you'd and, have to say, kids, leave the room. Leave and, the room. And, and all the cheerleaders would be in the shape of a pot leaf. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Uh, Prince and Rolling Stones. Prince. Prince. Versus, Prince. Prince. Versus. Prince. And I love the Rolling Stones. But they've not done a halftime, have they? Uh, they have. They have. Yeah. I don't remember that for some reason. I do like the Rolling Stones, but Prince's in... Uh, 2006. Well, and, and I'm, I'm okay. I'm, well, and the fact I that like you said, next year, you said Purple Rain, 
while it was raining. Right. Man, I'm looking at a picture, and that looks really amazing. It, it like, was. I mean, you, and I love the Rolling Stones, but uh, Prince. I Prince. would say you can't script that. What is what is the anything, chat line? Saying anything about that? anything in life? Yeah, Prince can be Prince. Now somebody's Rolling Stones. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson and Katy Perry. Michael Jackson. I mean, they both put on. I mean, if Michael Jackson was still alive today, I guarantee his halftime show mm-hmm. today would rival some of these. Oh, new, it, 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 for like, sure. Because I know, like, I, I went with I my mean, daughter. Even though, We got free tickets to see Katy Perry, and she was another one. I Her music's okay. I'm not a big fan of hers. But in concert, I didn't think she was good. This was this was some years ago. Though. I think concerts are just overrated sometimes. Yeah, uh, I guess you know, some a, some are really good though. I didn't I didn't find her good. So I, I'm with you. I, I I'm a, I'm an MJ fan. I think MJ. I mean, say what you want about Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, and all the shit that well, he was been, an entertainer. Oh and, God, and, 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 and none of the shit sure. was ever proven. Oh, right. No. Yeah. I mean, he, Michael for sure. Not, and our chat not, line is Michael, MJ, MJ, Michael, MJ. He was never found fact. guilty that one. No. Correct. So, and, and, and the, we don't know. And the fact that he was so in, in, inventive uh, with, yeah. with, I mean, he, he brought the stage to life. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if I had one artist that I could bring back, you know, just for a week, just, yeah. just so my kids could see yeah, me what too. true artistry is about. We were literally Michael Jackson would be on the top. Our youngest, we have a cat named Billie Jean because my (laughs) fifteen-year-old loves him forever since he was little, and she got in trouble in school for singing his songs. And we, his concerts were going to come out. He was going to do his last concert, and then he died. And the tickets didn't even come out yet because we were waiting to get his tickets. Uh, Kiss and Rihanna. Kiss for me. Kiss. I think Kiss would put on a hell of a show. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, can you imagine the fire? Yeah, yeah, kiss for sure. <laughs> and Alyssa, uh, Tom Petty and Taylor Swift. Tom Petty in his heyday, but oh unfortunately, they would both have to be old. I'd have to say Tom Petty because I, not, it, and it doesn't even involve anything. I was not a fan of Taylor Swift even before all this crap. Sure, so. yeah. I'm going to say Taylor Swift because I think it would be such a. Spectacle, spectacle with her boyfriend and all that kind. Of, I'm going to say Taylor. Well, even throw even throw the boyfriend aspect out. If you if you put them both on a stage, you know, yeah, and, and especially in this day and age with with the Super Bowl, it's all about showmanship. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Tom Petty is a musician. Well, and I mean, and the the music, the musician, the the talent speaks for itself. Very much, and so. I feel like true talent prevails. I, I and know, it looks like our chat line is all with you guys with Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. Nobody say. I, I, it looks like. I I I, I like I I I think Tom, I think I see one Taylor Swift. I think yeah, Tom, and like Brenda saying Petty. Yeah. Everybody everybody's saying Petty. Well, and, and I think uh, I think a lot of people you know a lot of people are definitely saying Petty for. Uh, multitude multiple of reasons, reasons. But I, I understand I, I, I agree 100% with you Joe Musicality Will get you through things Correct uh, Metallica so, And Janet Jackson JT JT As much as I love Metallica And I know that they would You know like Like I said I've been to several Of their concerts They put on a hell of a show Pyrotechnics All that mm-hmm. good stuff I, I I think that you know the Janet Jackson JT thing was the probably, comment, It was well, probably I mean, more entertaining And more you know, Yeah it was pretty entertaining football well, and even if you put them on a concert situation, put them two of them head to head, it's apples and oranges for yeah. one. But yeah, yeah, they're I, totally different. It totally would be different. two concerts that I would definitely go see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Queen and Bruno Mars. This right here, 
I'm, I, I mean, can, do you even have to ask no, that one? No, no, but I tell you what, as a as a younger generation that doesn't really know about Queen so much, True. go back and look at Freddie Mercury. Freddie I think Mer- most kids know Freddie about Mercury Queen, was the showman. A hundred percent. Holy crap. Yeah, Queen. Queen. What is our chat line saying? Queen. Uh, print. I'm going to make a prediction. Can I make a prediction? Sure. I'm gonna, uh, it's going to be Prince and uh, Queen. I think is, you're right. And that's that's kind of an ironic little head to head. Prince and Prince Queen. And Queen. Yeah, so, very so ironic. I think I might blow your uh, your projection. Okay. Completely okay. out because it's Prince versus Michael Jackson. Oh. oh okay. Okay. Uh, Prince and MJ. Okay, so now. I mean, you MJ got- never really did it, right? Yes, he did. He did the Super Bowl? Michael Jackson did the Super Bowl. When was Bowl? this? Oh, shit. I, why uh, don't I remember? Remember the 80, Princess? 89, 90. Uh, it late, was. Oh, early wow. 90s? Um, How did I miss that? Hold on. Michael Jackson was 93. 90, as I say. Was okay, 93. Because, okay. I re- because I remember um, the, the song Heal the World, Make It a Better Place. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because they, yes. they did yes. that whole thing. Yes. yes. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yes. I do. Okay. Yes. So um, let's. Okay. Oh my gosh, Prince. Okay. So what do you guys say on the chat? I'm, I, Prince. I, I, I'm going. Somebody said sorry. I, not I'm going. Sorry. My, I'm going. Michael Jackson. Wait, wait, wait. This is Prince against Michael. Jackson? Prince yes. and Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. I didn't hear the Prince yeah, part. Prince MJ, and Michael. Let me, let me just I, try I to influence MJ. this just a little bit. What do you guys say? <laughs> that is amazing. That's, That's an amazing. I know, if, I know. if you're not watching, this is Prince <laughs> in was, the rain, singing "Purple Rain" with that amazing guitar and everything. Matter of fact, picture I keep. Referring. Yeah, because yeah. he's saying Prince can pull a guitar out and rip it, and MJ can moonwalk. Brenda's <sighs> saying MJ, MJ, uh, hey, MJ. Joe, you got a coin? It's looking like, yeah. Do you got you got a I coin? I actually don't have a coin. Well, you know, let's go back to cards. this. I think. Do we have Justin now? Do we have, yeah, Justin? We do have Justin? All right, we will fit. We'll go to Justin, and then we will do this as the finale of the show. Well, or, how, or how much longer do we have, though? We, how long will it take? We only got a couple, but maybe Justin can help us with. Okay, we'll ask go. Justin. Okay. Well, l- l- Let's talk to him first. And All, right. Then, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's talk yeah. To Justin. So, we so go. we, so we're gonna finish the rest of the. Hi, Justin. How are you? Hi, Justin. Hi, how are you guys doing? How are you? Have you been watching at all? I know you're busy up there. Uh, No, I haven't. I was down in committees and uh, really just popped back up here. Well, well, I'll tell you what, before we get started, we just started, uh, we're just finishing the top 16 of the uh, best Super Bowl halftime shows. Uh, We're getting down to the nitty gritty (laughs) and you jumped in. So if you have a little bit of time after we get done talking to you, we'd like for you to stay on and help us finish. And you're going to be the tiebreaker. Oh, I'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna put you on the spot. I know you're the you're the young guy of the group out of the four of us, right? Which the four of us, so uh, you might give a a younger perspective. But uh, and just because you probably haven't seen this picture, I just want to show. You. <laughs> yes, that's it. There it is. Yeah, he's he's trying to get you to like Prince. That's what he's over. MJ. It's jo- jo- I do I do like Prince. I'll jo- say that. Joe so. is Joe is pushing. Uh, he's pushing, pushing Prince. Prince so. He's pushing Prince. So that's what we were doing. Well, you know, like Justin, while you were doing the big heavy lifting. For our state we're here talking about super bowl we're, screw- we're-, we're over here screwing around <laughs> yeah that's that's what we're doing okay so any of you that are on our chat line and listening to this afterwards this is justin hicks he is in the missouri house of representatives in the state of missouri district 108 and uh vic faust was had to not be here today so he was really bummed out that he couldn't ask you some questions so i have my buddy derek here derek pratt that is going to be asking you some questions as well and i know some of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit is like school's choice and tax reform 
reform and public safety and all of that. Would you like to tell us kind of what's going on in your world today, Justin? Uh, there's a there's a lot going on here at the house. We are really pushing for a lot of uh, options regarding uh, IP reform here. Um, last year, we we couldn't get it across the finish line. We we got it through the house. Uh, it stalled out in the Senate, and we're really pushing this year to try to figure out how we can do initiative petition reform. And uh, if anybody doesn't know anything about initiative petition reform, what what essentially we're trying to do, we're trying to make it a higher threshold to amend the Missouri Constitution. If you know anything about the Missouri Constitution right now, um, it is very, very easy to amend when it's supposed to be a founding document. And uh, what that does, it causes a lot of chaos uh, in government and for individuals by itself. Uh, it's the reason that Amendment 3 uh, got in got into place the way it did instead of going through the legislative process. To, uh, to see if that's something that uh, we wanted to get in place. So we're working to see how, how we can reform that to, to give uh, voters more of a voice in that process. So, uh, Justin, for those of us that uh, maybe not follow the politics of Jefferson City, uh, what is this Amendment 3 kind of, give me, give me the, uh, the, the short version of what this is. So Amendment 3 was passed... Um, not last year, and it was in 2022 that it was passed. It, went, it really went into effect uh, more into 2023 is when we start seeing the effects of it. It deals with marijuana is what it does. So it, it legalizes marijuana in the state of Missouri, um, whether regardless of how you feel about marijuana by itself. Uh, um, a lot of us up here feel that it shouldn't be something that's in the Missouri Constitution, and it should be something that's actually legislated through law so that, so that way we can change and adapt as needed instead of trying to go back through a process uh, of trying to give it, uh, give, uh, have to take it back to the voters to change any piece of it uh, regarding licensing or anything like that. So basically, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, they, uh, they put the, this bill or amendment into the, the Missouri constitution to where it's very, it's more difficult to you know, a, a, as as things evolve and everything, uh, to change this situation at all, they have to spend the money, waste the time, and go through a longer, egregious process to change something so minute. Is that correct? So minute, oh, yes, uh, yeah. So and this pretty is pretty much uh, because it's in the constitution, it bars the legislator. Uh, and even the governor from changing a lot of provisions in there or any, it could be something very, very small in there that we want to change because let's just say the way the licensing structure doesn't work. Uh, we, we would have to go through uh, a vote back to the people to change any minute uh, little piece of it by itself. And that, that really goes for anything that gets into the Missouri constitution. The way I view it, uh, the Missouri constitution is that we should be viewing it like the U S constitution to where it takes a it takes a majority to actually start amending the U.S. Constitution compared to the threshold that we have right now. So we're trying to work on that process, see what we can do to actually fix it, so we don't have situations like this here by itself. And another thing with the initiative petition process by itself, it's a lot of times it's misleading the voters because you only are able to capture a certain word count that you can have on the ballot, and. Um, a lot of the words, I, I know there was a, a Supreme Court case here in Missouri uh, 
pertaining to uh, issues regarding this here back over the summer, but um, it, it misleads the voters into what you're actually voting for. Amendment three, as an example, was something that was like, I think it was close to 30 pages long, but you only had like a very small word count to describe what was actually going on in there. So voters are actually being misinformed about what's actually happening. We non-lawyers call that lawyer talk. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it, it, it is because, you know, uh, and, and, you know, again, non-lawyer here, um, just a plain Jane guy trying to read uh, through the through the lines, I guess you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's nothing against, you know, I, I guarantee you there's, there's legalities that have to be put in to, you know, make things, you know, sound correctly. But half the time it sounds like if I vote yes, am I really voting no? If, but if I vote no, am I really voting yes? Yeah. A lot of people and, get and confused it's just like, about it's that. It's like, it's like, for God's sake, if you wasted 30 pages on this, why don't you just say, Hey, do you, you know, and this is one of the things that, uh, you know, I know you're in the state, the state area, but it, you know, it pulls from both parts, the state and the federal government is let's do one item agendas. You know, do you want to drive red cars in the state of Missouri? Yes or no. It's that, I mean, I know it sounds that easy coming out of my mouth, but I mean, is it really that difficult to do these type of one line uh, agenda type things when it comes to things that actually matter? Yeah, no, and, and it, it goes for any topic. You can, you can arrange it in any single topic. And like I said, that's the issue is that um, there, there's so much that goes into these uh, initiative peti- uh, petitions by itself. And if you, like I said, if you know anything about it, it's just people collecting signatures. They might mislead people. They might say one thing, it does another thing. And, and uh, what, what we really want, we want a fair, honest process that really captures what Missourians are wanting to do. And then if we want to take that to the voter, we take that to the voter. It shouldn't be these low thresholds that we have currently in Missouri law and everything like that that are misleading based on the character account you can have on the ballot. Uh, where you can say a lot of just pretty much anything that you that you want to promote, and it's always certain groups that are that are promoting these things that go into the Missouri Constitution. And, and what and are they're always? Oh, sorry, Justin. What are some of the the type groups, and what do they? Why do they want so, it this way? Why do they so, want it? So you, you know, you you have you have people that are that are they have interests that are with Amendment Three and the marijuana industry, obviously a concern. Uh, of Missourians by itself and of the legislator is that um, you have interest groups that, that regard like abortion and things like that that are currently actively trying to get petitions to try to add certain uh, items like that onto the Missouri Constitution so that the legislator can't, uh, the duly elected legislator can't do anything about it and everything. So it's pretty much whatever they write is law and they're able to potentially mislead those voters into whatever they're voting for instead of going through a fair, honest process uh, through the the House and the Senate and the, the governor's office. So one question I have for you, and I should know this number because I'm a, a, a voter in the state of Missouri. How many how many members are between the Senate and the uh, the uh, representatives? So uh, just a, in just the, a rough the House there, uh, I believe there's a uh, 163 of us, the Senate. Uh, I, I cannot remember. I'm not, not going to quote you on it. Just give me a ballpark. 
Okay, so, I, I mean, this sounds really basic, Justin, but a lot of people don't understand the difference, honestly, between the House and the Senate. They really don't. So the House does what and then sends it to the Senate that does what? I know this is very basic, so, but I so just... Both, so both both branches are very... Uh, we're, we're, we're equal branches. Well, not branches. Both sides of the legislature are equal, uh, equal to each other. Um, what the House does uh, in Missouri, we are the holders of the budget. We have to originate the budget for the state of Missouri. Uh, that's constitutionally mandated that we do that there. And then we send that over to the Senate for them to uh, approve or negotiations. Uh, but as far as legislation, both sides uh, are able to file legislation for the state of Missouri. So it's it's co-equal chambers. Um, at least it's supposed to be. We'll say that. Right, <laughs> it's right. supposed to be at co-equal chambers that we're supposed to be able to vet legislation through the House or the Senate and everything in order for any type of bill to get passed. It has to go through both chambers and, and get voted out of both chambers before it goes to the governor's desk. Yeah. So that, I mean, I'm glad he cleared that up. Most of us, probably most of our listeners knew, but as some even said, I don't even know what they do. Yeah. So I, I was glad that we cleared that up. So what are some of the really hot topics that people are coming to you about? Or, or what well, hot topics um, a, are a in? Lot, a a lot of what I'm hearing from, from constituents and uh, just people up our all together is really a lot of tax reform and school choice. Um, here in Missouri, currently... Uh, um, you know, you're either stuck with your your public school as a parent, or either you have to figure out how to pay for private school. And um, what we're finding out is a lot of in a lot of these areas, uh, the public schools are failing students by itself. Um, but uh, there, it's it's mandated that you know kids go to these schools if they're not in private or not being homeschooled or different things like that. So what what we're doing here is what we're trying to do is we're trying to institute uh, uh, what's called like ESA, so like their educational like tax credits where parents can take their kids to a private school or take their kids to a charter school. We're also trying to introduce in some of the bigger uh, counties such as St. Louis County, uh, St. Charles County, and uh, I believe uh, Boone County right now, um, and I'm carrying the bill for uh, St. Charles County uh, for uh, charter schools, where uh, which is a, if anything, if anybody knows anything about charter schools, it is publicly funded but the money goes with the kid so it's publicly funded but privately ran so uh, think about being able to use as a parent the taxpayer dollars that you are paying into the public school and taking that money and sending your kid to an essence a private education and, and it being fully covered at that point there so it's giving those people that might have lower incomes the ability to take their kids to a uh, charter school because they can't afford a private school for whatever the reason is and not be stuck in the public school for whatever uh, reasons they want, whether it's an educational reason, whether it's a social reason, or whether they just don't like the uh, public school that they live in. And uh, instead of defining people by their zip codes, we're allowing people to expand and give the, the choices to parents instead of take them away as it currently is in the system. Two, um, I, got, I got two questions on that one. Um, yeah. and, and, and this is where it kind of muddies the water. I do live in probably one of the top school districts. I'm in the Rockwood School District here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis County. Um, I pay a shitload of taxes, uh, more taxes than what I feel that I need to. Um, but the question is, I have three kids. So in my situation, how does my tax dollars be split between three people. Uh, that's question number one. Yeah, number, that's a good question. Number two, my neighbor has no kids. 
what happens to her taxes that I mean her and I are paying the same amount of taxes. Mm-hmm. So in that situation, does those people who don't have a student in the actual public schools um, or, or whatever, do their taxes automatically go to that specific district? Is there a, so, is there a pool um, that it goes to? I mean, it, yeah. it's really splitting hairs, unfortunately. So it, it, it's splitting hairs to, to, to some extent here. So, um, so speaking to the person first that doesn't have kids, their taxes are still going to be the same. You know, you, you, you're still paying taxes, for the school district based on the boundaries, how it's set up, that it is. For say, as you as a parent say, you wanna send two of your kids to a charter school in St. Louis County, uh, if, if a charter school opens up. Um, there, there is a formula of how much per student that it, that it costs to educate that, that student. And then that formula from the school is what essentially will be going to the, to the charter school. So there, there is a breakup that is, that is able to uh, be put out to how how the uh, the tax dollars are funneled for that there and um, and w- when it comes to charter schools it's one of those things that it's like if there's a demand for it it's not something that's not a mandate on a county it's not a mandate or any at, at all it's if if the free market essentially wants it and a lot of charter schools they have to have uh, sponsors is what is what they have to have so like a uh, a Mizzou or a, as an example, or a, a slew law or whatever uh, entity has to sponsor that. And it's usually a lot of times it's a lot of parents, uh, which is the ultimate form of school choice get together. And they're like, Hey, we don't, we don't want to send our kids to this public school for whatever the reason is let's form a charter. Let's have the ability to form that charter and try to get sponsored to actually start a school that uh, that will represent whatever our community values are or represent an educational need for a, a type of category of student that you're looking for. And then you're able to, uh, like I said, take your kid from that public school and move them over to that charter school. Well, and I think that somebody on the chat line asked a question, how, how would that help the existing schools? I think it would be good because it causes competition. Right now, yeah, the public no, it, schools it, it, have it, no it, competition. It causes fair competition is, is, is what, what it does. Um, so in the current system, uh, I view public schools as kind of a monopoly. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a forced thing on parents. It's a forced thing on the communities. You have to pay the taxes. You have to, uh, you have to uh, actually, you know, go to school, like send your kid to that school unless you send them to a private school for whatever the reason is. And so like that, this, what this does is it's giving those parents options, giving those parents choices. It's a starting point on what we're doing in school choice. There's many other bills that we're working on that are, that are addressing this issue from a multiple array of it, whether it's, uh, you know, some form of a, a credit to a parent or to send their kids to a private school or uh, but we're looking at a few other options as well. So this is like, like I said, a starting point in the school choice thing that we as Republicans have been promoting for a while now. And we're actually trying to move that puck down the road. Okay. So, and I know you being uh, uh, younger at uh, this generation um, <clears throat> and your kids aren't uh, old enough yet. Uh, yeah. So 
think of it this way. You live in, uh, what school district do you live in? I apologize. It's, a, it's the Wentzville School okay, District. Okay, so you're in the Wentzville School District, which yep. is probably one of the, the better school districts going on yeah, right now. Yes, even, yes. Even though it's a bit of a shit show. Yes, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's a shit show <laughs> right which, now. Which they, all, which they all are as public schools. Um, but the, the you've, we've seen, uh, especially since uh, 2020, uh, the rise of uh, more people doing homeschooling for their students. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing more of these, uh, they call them co-ops, different things like that. Yeah, yeah um, co-ops. So in, in a situation like that, would a co-op be considered like a charter school in a way? No, a co-op would not. And under the current existing bills, I believe the way they are written, uh, they're sponsored by multiple different uh, representatives. I don't think we're, we're, we're not addressing co-ops here. Uh, homeschooling is, is a different issue. We are looking at addressing homeschooling and the cost of homeschooling and how and how that works. But uh, that's that's being addressed through different measures. And the only reason I ask that question, because at the end of the day, it's a co-op of homeschoolers is like-minded people. Um, mm-hmm. and they are uh, trying to drive the education in a specific uh, direction. Um, personally, I think a lot of, I mean, I think personally, again, personally, uh, with three kids in the public school system, and, and I live in a good school district. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a shit show. It's all about basically the government uh, bureaucrats and and, and uh, Desi and all the rest of that stuff in the state of Missouri are pushing an agenda down mm-hmm. the pipe. Correct. Uh, so, and that's why so this hard. is a really good choice. I know I'm a mom of five kids that went to private school, and I love that they were able to do that. But if there was a charter school in my area, some of my kids, maybe not all of them would have had to have gone to the private Christian school. Maybe some of them would have done better in the charter school. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. It, it, this is It's one of those things, man. There's so many small hairs to split on this. Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think I think the, the school choice situation is a is a great idea. Um and 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 I say idea because there's so many different hoops uh situations yeah. because you have the the public school system that has been so there forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to get into yeah, that. You know. and, and, and it's it's not a it's it's not a fit for everybody. No, you know? not at there's, all. There's, every kid has different learning needs Correct. by itself, and mm-hmm. and it's it's not saying public schools aren't bad. I you know I went to a public school and everything, but um, it's just saying it's not the fit for everybody. Let's let's give parents who know best for their kids the options to take their kids where they want to go. Let's not let's not prohibit them from doing that by creating laws and barriers for kids to secede in certain areas and so like that whether that be because of income or uh, the geographical location that they're at that's what that's what these are really uh, focused at addressing is ensuring that parents have uh, the true power here and not and not local govern governments not school boards and everything like that that is the parents who have the power go ahead Joe Hey, Lizzie, do you remember Eric's voucher idea? I can't remember it. It's, it sounded good at the time. And yeah, I it's very similar. Right I know. He would have asked a good question, but it's very similar to what Justin's talking about. The school voucher is one layer of, of doing this. It's one right? layer. It's, it's one, one layer. layer. The, 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 the voucher program is looking at being expanded as well. Um, there's, there's discussions about that as well. Like I said, the, the idea is to have different components of it to make up school choice. School choice is not just a voucher program. It's not just 
an ESA, you know, it's, it's multiple things, multiple tools for parents to have to the, the, so they have the options to pick what is the best fit for their kid. Well, one question I, I do know there, especially, uh, uh, cause I know of, um, the charter schools in the St. Louis area, I'm assuming, uh, some of the larger cities, uh, Springfield, uh, Kansas city and everything have something similar if they don't already have a charter school. Uh, are you guys seeing how these charter schools are running, how it's benefiting? I know, uh, in the city area, the charter schools are, are kind of, uh, you gotta be on a waiting list. Uh, they're difficult to get into. Yeah, because no, they, they, because, because it's it's actually more successful than the St. Louis yeah. public city. Yeah, schools. and my my and uh, and my my, uh, my 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 younger brother, um, he's he's a he's a teacher, and he used to he he used to work at a charter school in the city uh, and everything like that. And um, it like there there are wait lists for these charter schools there because they seem to have a more proven track record of actually having student success and a lot of. The school districts that are currently in the city. So, um, you know, opening up, opening up more or allowing the market essentially that, or to choose whether uh, there should be a charter school in a certain location or not uh, gives, like I said, gives uh, more volume, you know, or uh, the ability for parents to say, hey, maybe we can go over here. Maybe we can get our kid into this one for whatever the reason is and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, the waiting list um, that's a supply and demand thing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, and that's it's a good thing. Of, it's more of like, you know, if there's obviously a demand for it, uh, the supply, you know, the, the, they'll start building them. We, we just don't want to prohibit, uh, the ability for them to come up and everything like that by the current laws that are on the book. So that's why we're looking to expand it and, and allow uh, those charters to operate in other counties, especially the bigger counties, uh, as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, one of the uh, one of the commenters uh, said something about some of the private schools don't uh, don't have special education, um, and, and special education is a nowadays it's a very broad. It's very broad because you know different students have different special ne- needs. needs. Yeah, um, I know in <clears throat> St. Louis County. We have this special school district, um, and a lot of the county schools partner with the special school district. Mm-hmm. So, in a situation like this, if if we do go to a a voucher system or or you know a system to where, um, say for instance, I live in the um, the Eureka area, and mm-hmm. I, and I want my kid to go to uh, Francis Hall North or you know some other school that I feel is better for some reason, or if there is a um, uh, a charter school in Ladue or wherever. Um, as a parent, uh, and, and I'm a I'm a personal responsible type of parent. I don't mm-hmm. want you know. If you if the state goes to this choice situation, there needs to be something that basically puts it on the shoulders of the parents to make sure that you, since you are choosing to go somewhere outside of your zoned public school that there is no uh money that goes towards a ride per se uh to your to the school of your choice you as a parent should have to be proactive if you're choosing for your student to go to a different school well, it's hard to get into yeah. that's what he was yeah. saying it's hard to get into those. so in, in that situation i w- you know i would say 
you know, just as an outside, you know, uh, amended whatever is, listen, folks, if you want to change, if you want to choose to send your kid to a specific place that is outside of your public school realm to where the public school provides the school bus and the whole nine yards, um, you know, it's kind of like private school. You go to private school, you got to figure out how to get to school. They don't, they don't send a bus out to you and go, oh, little Johnny lives, you know, 45 miles away, but we're going to send a bus out to him just to pick little Johnny. Yeah, I've seen you know? that happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I, I think... Was the, there a question in there for Justin? You were just kind of going on. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I, I guess... Is it a request? Why would I ask him? Sorry, I guess my question in that one would be, is there, you know, a possibility to where they can put something in there to keep people from going, well, I'm going to choose to go here, but you got to help me get to get to that point. Yeah. Um, so I think the way the our current bills don't address that there, that, that, that it, it's not addressing, it's not addressing transportation uh, by itself. I would have to look into if there's any statutes or uh, regulations regarding transportation that are out there and, and how they, and how they function. Um, sure, you could always, I guess, add it and everything like that. But you know, uh, the, the way we try to work up here is we try to work in a logical manner, looking mm-hmm. at what what laws are on the books, why are they there, uh, how these can be changed, you know, and is it to the better benefit of society as itself, or is it to a detriment at a certain point there as well? So I, I you know, that that's something that would probably go through a vetting process here to see uh how that would actually play out but it, it's not a terrible idea i i you know I, I agree with the concept that if you're going to send your kids somewhere else that we we shouldn't be trying to send a bus out to uh eureka i guess it's i guess yeah. it's yeah. Like and, and logistical that's a very very um I think that'd be an absurd request. By yes, itself. and you know people will ask. Oh, them, they will. Though. That's they, that, they that. will ask them. Okay, Justin, we were on school choice for a yeah. long time, and we only have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Is there something in specific that you want to tell us, whether it's about tax reform, public safety, or anything going on in, in the House or the Senate? You want to wrap it up for us with whatever you want yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, I can, I, I can, I can wrap it up for you. So um, we we are we are looking at some tax reform stuff. Uh, I have a House joint resolu- uh, resolution that I've uh, filed that pertains to, uh, currently in Missouri, the uh, assessment value of your real property, which is your home. Uh, that value is at uh, 19%. I'm looking to cut that down to 2%. Wow, from 19 to 2. Or either the uh, consumer price index, uh, whichever is lesser. So this is going to help people to not be taxed out of their homes, especially when we're in a situation where home prices are skyrocketing. And, um, you know, I, I look at homes as like unrealized gains is what I, is what I look at it as. If you don't sell it and you just live in it, uh, what's going on is uh, seniors are essentially being taxed out of their homes, especially yeah. people on fixed incomes, because their home values are raising, which is great, but they're also being assessed higher because uh because of what uh, what their homes have risen to by itself so this is a way to try to stem that there by itself by not allowing uh the assessment value on your real on your real property to uh exceed certain points yeah that's great there. yeah and then we're, we're also working on some school safety stuff there's some comprehensive packages regarding uh dealing with the fentanyl issue um we're also dealing with um, we're taking trying to to try to take it in our own hands regarding the border crisis uh, here in Missouri. So there's some laws that we're looking at 
to see what we can do to uh, help uh, uh, stem the uh, influx of uh, uh, illegal immigrants coming here into the state of Missouri as well, uh, since the federal government's not doing their job. And then um, with the Senate, uh, the most I can say is uh, they are, um, I think I think they, they might start be getting their act together. Good, I'm there. glad to hear it. We'll, 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 we'll see here, yeah. Okay, well, that's that's good to hear. It sounds like you're doing a great job. And of course, I am very partial. And Joe, you want to show one of the pictures? This, for any of you guys that didn't know, this is my son-in-law. And um, that is, this is my bald-headed girlfriend, Liberty Grace, which is he is the daddy of. And if you want to show the other picture, there is our representative right there with Liberty Grace. He's the daddy of her that you guys often see. And that's my daughter right there. So I'm very proud of him. People, and you know, poor Justin gets asked all the time, like, is he really, you can ask this question. People ask me, is he real? Like, is Justin really a constitutionalist? And is, is he somebody that's going to be swayed by the swamp? Derek asked me that question. I, I don't think he will be. I don't I, either. I've, I've, I've met <laughs> you in person once. But I was sent here by the voters to do to do a, uh, a job to ensure that we are protecting uh, not only the Missouri Constitution, but we're upholding the U.S. Constitution and that uh, ensuring that the laws that we create here in the state of Missouri are sound laws that follow those principles and actually help Missourians out. That's awesome. All right. That is awesome. Be okay, before be be you before, go. Before you go, I have one more question, and then we got to get to the finish of the uh, 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 Sweet 16. I know, I know this happens. Is there any obtuse weird or funny bills that they just put through um you know through through the legislator and is it more of amusement just you know for somebody so, what, what, what's the weirdest <laughs> thing that you've heard so um there's there's a i, got, I could go on for a while just about just this. give oh, just give me the yeah. one weirdest one you've heard um so I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give you two, actually. Go for it. One of them deals with provolone cheese. Thank you. Provolone Thank cheese, you. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Yeah, I love it. Provolone cheese, uh, that's, it's one of those things that you, you sit there. Um, I don't file bills like that, but some of the reps decide that they want to have a little bit of fun with it. And uh, and you have to have fun. That is fun. You, you do. You do. It, 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 it's stressful up here. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll get gray hair before you know it because everybody's trying to talk to you, try to sway you certain ways or, you know, tell you that this is the best idea since the invention of the wheel, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> so are you trying to tell me that some representative is trying to make provol provolone cheese the cheese, uh, the state cheese? Is that what you're saying? Y yes. Do these yes. people understand that provolone cheese is one molecule away from plastic? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. So I know it's a weird funny. cheese, but what's the other second weirdest one? Uh, it's not, I don't know if it's or weird crazy or whatever. It's like, why would we do this? Um, there was, there's a, a, a bill that was circulated regarding uh, allowing duels in the Senate. Oh, hell and, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> I'd like to see I don't, a good I don't duel. Know how I, I don't know how I feel about that. Is it cap, right. is it cap and ball gunpowder or? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, as, as much as um, 
as much as fun, I guess, as oh, that shit. sounds. But uh, yes, that's. I, I don't think who's the quickest draw would be uh, the best solution <laughs> to problems. Correct, correct. Because then you'd have to call the ambulance, and Justin's also working on public safety. Yeah. Then that's another whole thing. Put oh your, my god! Put your backs towards you, let her take ten faces uh-huh. and turn. All yeah. right. Okay. So let, let right. Justin help us with this All game right, Justin, before we help. go. We're almost done, Justin. So it's the top. It's the top sixteen of uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. Uh, we are down almost to the final four. So right now, uh, this is a huge debate on on cancel this this morning. Uh, Prince and Michael Jackson, and and and, and mm. some of your constituents uh, have have have. Uh, it's about half and half. They, they have threatened votes if you don't pick oh, the right wow. one. So you <laughs> got you to be very careful. Uh, I, I, might, I, I, I might abstain then in that case. <laughs> <laughs> like a good politician, he doesn't want to give the. <laughs> so so um, Michael Jackson and Prince. I, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. Uh, I, I think Prince is amazing, but out of the two of them, if I would say I want to see this one, it would be Michael Jackson. Uh, so yeah. we're talking. Are, are we talking about the actual performances, or because they both performed? I, I, in the I past. think we should talk about the actual performances, but I don't know if Justin was old enough to even. Oh, see, that's true. See true. the uh, the Michael. So you're Jackson. okay to say this is what yeah. I'd like to see in the next one coming. I, I, you know, I see. I'm. I. I'm a little biased. Uh, but you can be biased. That's the thing. This is I beauty. Because like, I, I like Prince a lot. Okay. Like uh-huh. that, that, the, the, his performance uh, at the last Super Bowl that he, that he did and everything like that uh, with uh, Purple Rain and all that was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Just the choreograph of it, everything all together, it was amazing. So, so I, that so that's where I'm probably at. On y'all, that. thank you. You all yeah. in? Yeah, we're saying I'm saying Prince all right. too. Uh, Tom Petty and Kiss. Tom Petty and Kiss. We're gonna put you on Kiss. the spot. You, you're doing the rest of this one, buddy. Joe says Kiss. I say Kiss. I, and Lizzie says Kiss. What do you think? Um, I'm probably gonna go Kiss on this. Kiss one, it I think. is. Yeah. See how easy it is to be biased on something it, that you're Yeah, he's being biased. Is, 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 is <laughs> as superiorly talented Tom Petty is to Kiss. Kiss definitely puts on a better better show, show exactly. for sure. Definitely a better show. All right, so we're down to the final four: uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson versus Queen. Ooh, this is gonna te- uh. this is gonna tell a test of how mm-hmm. old he really is. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Justin Timberlake Janet Jackson halftime show, and then if Queen would have ever done one. I don't know on this one. This is this is hard. Um, Listen, folks. I'm probably gonna have to go with Janet Jackson on this one here. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a big uh, Justin Timberlake really just fan altogether. Yeah. Uh, I think see, I'm conflicted I, I, too. I'm I see, say, Janet Jackson's bundled in with Justin Timberlake yes. because it was both of them at the the Super Bowl. They, so, they so what are our choices them. again? Justin, Justin Timberlake with, and Janet with Janet together. Jackson. Oh, with, oh, with together, together, together. And then remember the famous boob shot, the boobs. Okay, well then, if it's it was Janet Jackson with. Justin Timber, like I'm gonna have to go that route, okay. I, but that's because of Janet Jackson, not sure. because of him. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying Queen. I'm saying Queen. I'm saying there's nothing more epic than a Queen halftime yeah. show. So yeah. you lost that one. Uh, it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> now, now here, here's where we get to go back when Prince and Kiss. This is <laughs> Joe. You, oh. you you picked it. So is this our final? The, no, two? The, this is the last two to get to the final okay. two. Okay, all right. So Joe Joe picked earlier in the. Uh, uh, his prediction was a final two of Queen and Prince, and it looks like 
Prince and Kiss are against each other. Um, what say you? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go Prince still. I'm going like, Prince. I'm gonna, Without I, a I doubt. think it's unanimous. Okay. Yeah. All right. For the final two, for the championship round of the best halftime shows, mind you, one of them have done a halftime show. The other one we have to only imagine uh, through different other concerts that they've done what their halftime show would look like. So without any further ado, okay. Queen versus Prince. Joe. You know what Joe's going to say. Well, I don't ah, know. This is a hard I mean, this one. Is a this hard is definitely a hard one. I got to uh, go home to my husband who hey, likes one of these. I'm going to make really it easy. Well. I'm going with Queen. Yeah, I think that that, uh, as far as halftime and sports, we are the champions. Yeah. We will rock you. I mean, uh, you got to mm. go with Queen. I'm saying Queen, too, because I've already seen Prince, and it was great, and we didn't see Queen. Even if Adam Lambert came with him, I'd be okay with it. What do you say, Representative? Yeah, I don't see, you know, you because know, one, like I said, one has done a halftime show, and, mm-hmm. and I know what that's like, and the other one, you're you're, you're just speculating on on. What it's going to be like, uh, you know. I think I'll say Queen just because I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. Have you yeah. seen, have you seen the Farm Aid Queen? No, show? I haven't. All right. So what you need to do is is, is when you get a, a moment to breathe at some point, YouTube Queen Farm Aid show, and that would tell you exactly what a halftime show would look like. Yeah, okay. no, I'll, I'll definitely look that up. <laughs> Gonna do it. He's going to so, do it. Thank you, Justin, for uh, all of your insight on what is uh, Jeff City. Thank you for playing along with us. I know. Yeah, it's no, always any, to, any, anytime. Happy to, happy to be on. Happy to talk with you guys. So uh, uh, Queen is your winner. Queen. Of, so uh, Queen wins. Yes, Queen wins. So what a good, you say what, they what, are the champions? They are the champions. I, I mean, so they are the champions. And what a great day. We, we called out Zucker. We called out Corey Bush. We want to talk to Wesley Bell. We got, and of course, in my opinion, we talked to the very best House of Representative and Queen wins. <laughs> Life is great today. Well, that's it for cancel, cancel This. Thank you very much, Justin, for being on with us and playing the game and spending so much time with us. And to Pro Joe, you make it rock. You make it rock. And to my guest host today. I don't Lizzie, th- it's always a pleasure. I'm glad you guest hosted with me. <laughs> and that's it for Lizzie Sparks. This was Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Tomorrow, Free for all Friday. Tomorrow. Don't miss free for all Friday. It's going to be a good one. Vic will be back tomorrow, too, and I'm going to give him a lot of trouble that he missed today. Y'all have a great day. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.